nitro. Nitro. All right, Nitro Mud, episode 14 of the podcast. Back at you again is myself, Brandon the Cowboy Krieger, and Colby Marvel. Hey, Colby, how's you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. How about yourself, Brandon? Hey, pretty good. couple episodes. You've been uh, MIA. It's been a little bit busy, huh? Yeah, I've been busy uh, getting ready to make a move, uh, moving to another part of town, so getting all that stuff squared away, so we'll get there. No, I thought you could say you could uh, move somewhere warm. No, <laughs> staying in the same town here. And then just been busy with other stuff, too. All right. Got a lot on my plate right now with uh, other business and Nitro Pilot. And yeah, things are a little crazy, but it's good for you. It is. It's always good. Always good to be busy. Yeah. How's how's the uh, tough stuff going? I've been seeing you're getting some stores going and stuff. Yeah, it's going really good. We're, we're making some huge progress getting into some stores locally here and getting ready to expand out of minnesota here finally and so it's getting exciting awesome yeah it's going good looking for the stuff here in pennsylvania that's for sure yeah let's get it out there sounds good to me all right last week we uh thanked all the uh i thanked all the donors that we had so far for the nitro mud youth team and over the weekend here so far, I've had two more donors come in since the last episode went in. So I'd like to thank them guys right now. I'd like to thank Austin Tyler donating $100. And awesome. then Colby McCutcheon donated $50. So thank you guys. We're on our way. On our way. And that brings our total up to $3,300 in donations so far. That's amazing. We're almost there. Almost there. I think with what raffle tickets we sold, we're like just about four grand. Awesome. So, I mean, everybody out there listening, get over, buy some raffle tickets for some stuff, uh, donate to the team. Like I said last week, you can email me directly to get uh, my address to send me a check, or you can donate on uh, the website app.galabid.com backslash nitro and mud. Yeah. Mm. So this week we were supposed to have on Travis Whitlock, but he called me up last week and he has a uh, engagement that he couldn't turn down. He got invited out to some speedboat race. So I told him, go ahead and take that. So that's something you don't get to do every day. I was wondering about that. I saw he was out at Lake Havasu or something. Yeah, he was going to have some speedboat time trial or drag race or something. That's awesome. That is awesome. So, I mean, that's something I'd love to see a speedboat racing, man. That's just something that them guys are almost as crazy as hill climbers. Yeah, that stuff is pretty nuts. <laughs> I've seen some pretty good uh, crashes on the water there. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think it's easier for them to crash than it is to make a straight pass. So it's probably pretty fun to watch. I think I've seen it on TV and stuff and. The old Havoc videos from the 90s and speedboat crashes are pretty cool. Yeah. But with uh, Travis taking that option and doing, going to that speedboat race, I gave Jack Mason a call. So we're going to have current rider and the guy that's nipping on the heels of the top spot every week, uh, Jack Mason. So let's bring Jack in here and see what Jack's got to say. 
All right. All hey right. guys, how's it going? Hey, pretty good, Jack. How you doing, buddy? Oh, doing pretty good. Had a pretty awesome weekend with the family this weekend racing. I saw that. I saw. I saw Owen <laughs> had his first hill climb this weekend, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. We went over to uh, Cayuga this weekend, which is a hill that was I grew up on all my life from the '89s all the way up, you know, and decided to go over there this weekend and see how he could tackle the hill, and uh, he did amazing. Was it on a Strider, or did you get a bike? No, no, he, he he's got a, a CRF fifty that I bought when um, he was a little baby, and uh, oh, okay. he's been riding it ever since, and uh, just progressively getting better and better. And uh, so we decided to tackle the hill, and he wanted to go do it, and man, it, I'm blown away how it uh, turned out. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. What's well, exciting for a dad to see his kid oh, following the footsteps there? Most definitely. You know, it, it was it wasn't much of a hill. It's a good hill to learn on. You know, it's only about three hundred foot, and uh, man, he just he ate that hill up on that little fifty. I just I was blown away. I I really didn't think that he was gonna go over, and he went over four times on it. So I really? was yes, he did. Wow yeah so yeah that's pretty awesome i just i was watching the videos you posted right before we jumped on here so yep and it don't have it has no stretchers on it either so it's a completely bone stock crf 50 that's amazing because i remember growing up it was completely unheard of for a 50 to make it over the hill you know they barely cracked the the first 50 feet of you know oh yeah yeah especially for me yeah they were yeah, they were blown away just by his, you know, his balance and how he could control the bike and it was it was amazing to see him, you know, do it. So Well, I mean, that's cuz he's been bouncing around that Strider since before he I could was, walk. Yeah. yeah I was just yeah. going to say the Strider probably plays a big role in that and today's <laughs> kids being able to jump on a motorcycle from a Strider yep. and be pretty yep. good. Yeah. Well, and then seeing obviously we got that um Stasic that I bought him also the electric bike. Oh sure. And that thing yeah, it just I mean just got his his um throttle response, you know, just everything with the balance. I mean it's just it, it's amazing what those little bikes do. Yeah, my little niece has one of those too. They're incredible machines. Yeah, yeah, I'm and I put the brushless motor in it so it makes it even faster. And <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, see, we went to a pit bike race and he blew up, he burned up the motor in it. So I was like, heck with it. I just spent the 300 bucks and put the brushless motor back in it. And he's like, Dad, what did you do to this thing? Did you put nitro on it? <laughs> and, dude, it was, it was awesome. You know, it's just, it's, it's amazing to see how much he's progressed from the time he got on it till you know now i'm kind of jealous these little kids the stuff they have nowadays that's what i told him (laughs) (laughs) we didn't have that you had a pedal bike and then went to a jr50 or a pw50 that's right and those things are slow as dirt and want to get out of their own way (laughs) yeah yeah yep so needs to say this weekend was a awesome time you know he was the first gear king but he went over it and did amazing awesome well congratulate him for me thank you 
Heck yeah, he was he was trying to get on here earlier before we started recording, telling me all about it. <laughs> he's, Maybe we'll he's have to try- have him on next. Yeah, he's he's trying to take the earbuds out of my ear so he can put them in his. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell! So what you been up to, Jack? I seen on Facebook and stuff. You you got some new bikes in the fires there. Yeah, yeah, we uh we had ventured off from the Hondas and um, bought a couple uh, new twenty twenty one. Gas Gas MC 450s and uh, just been plugging away at those and can't thank Spikes KTM enough for everything that they've done for us and just really super excited to bring those out and reveal those and obviously everybody's seen a little bit of them and stuff but we've got uh, some new graphics going on them and you know just can't thank them guys enough for what they've done. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. Can you tell us exactly what you're doing to the motors? <laughs> well, basically, I mean, they're just, just a stock 450. I mean, you know. Just, sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, doing a little tune them in, tune them in the computer and uh, let her eat. Cool. That's exciting. Yeah, I, I'm really, really excited about those. It's going to be – it's kind of a, one of those things, you know, like am I making the right step or or – did we make, make the bad choice of going that way? But, you know, it, you always got to venture away from, you know, a little bit and go back to the learning curve of, you know, everything. Yeah. Well, obviously you can make them fast. Mm-hmm. Yep. It'll, you know, it'll get there. I'm so close. Just nipping at them. Yeah. You probably have the first ones ever with extensions on them. Oh, yeah. Yep. History in the making. Well. We hope so. Hopefully, hopefully Gas Gas USA sees what we got going on, and you know maybe they can step up for next year. And we've been we've been we've been talking to them and trying to you know get them on board and stuff. And it's you know slowly, progressively getting you know some attention. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah, keep yeah, plugging guess. that stuff away on social media, man. That's, yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's where it's at, man. You gotta definitely flaunt yourself out there on social media yeah it's huge yep yeah definitely so the ktm then you're in that ktm in the twins class you get the case fixed up from dayton oh yeah yeah yep Uh, we got everything all uh fixed up made a uh bulletproof uh chain guard to protect all that and uh yeah hopefully (laughs) hopefully we don't have any more issues with that ever again so DQ, DQ built us a nice little uh, clutch, you know, case cover, and hopefully everything holds up, and it should, you know. D, I, I believe in DQ. He's a very talented mechanic and knows a lot about those KTMs, so mm-hmm. excited to get that thing back out and see where we're at on it. Do you ever worry about um, casing your nuts on that gas tank? Actually... It's completely changed. He, we're okay. we built a whole new tank, and all that's going to be changed. And he, uh, he completely cut it all down where it's a lot lower now. And but yeah, I, when I seen it, I was like, "Holy cow! Um, we're gonna have to put some padding around that." <laughs> yeah. That's what I said when I first seen it too. I was like, "Oh boy, that's gonna hurt." Yeah. Well, when Dirty Dan built the everything. He thought that he couldn't lay that pump down, so he built it that way to accommodate the pump. Well, you can DQ was like, man, you can you can lay those pumps upside down; it don't matter. 
Mm-hmm. So he and Dirty Dan, you know, he really was not familiar with that pump and stuff. So he just kind of built it the way he thought that it should go, and and so that's how we got that. And you know, yeah. Well, nonetheless, it's a beautiful looking bike. You guys, oh yeah, knocked it out of the park. Um, yep, and it's exciting to see another cool looking V twin out there. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really really pumped about that. That thing turned out really good. I just hope it performs as good as it looks <laughs> yeah. well, it looked like new. it was doing pretty good at dating to it took a shitter yeah, yeah it's super fast i i was really blown away by how it ran and and honestly that was the first time i i mean i like i pulled a couple of hole shots out here at the house but before we took it to devil staircase and pulling a hole shot on it and climbing a hill is two totally different things you know and it it uh it surprised me yeah. So, did you guys make any changes to the nitro side of things, or uh, staying the same? Uh, yeah, pretty well staying the same. You know, we, you know, just sticking with the old same program with the nitros and stuff like that. No, no changes there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just the old six hundreds and letting them eat. You know, those six hundreds are so competitive anymore with you know the hills the way they are, and they're just as fast as any of the other bikes. Yeah, I was just gonna say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Yeah, you know, we we we've refreshed the motors up in them. I took uh took them over to Dan Watson. He put all new you know pistons and rings and freshened everything up. And so they're 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 new on the internals and stuff like that. But other than that, just still same program on the nitro stuff and just biting at the biting at the jib, just ready to go racing. <laughs> so I uh, I listened to your uh, viral brand podcast and if i remember right you guys were talking about um nick miller's gonna have a nitro bike now yeah yeah he's uh gonna be coming out well, hopefully we get it done before the first race but yeah he's supposed to be coming out on a um look-alike 600 just like cody's okay yep. who's building that dan dan watson he built well sure. dirty dan built the frame and then it's a watson built motor sure yeah nice Yep, pretty excited about that, you know. Hopefully, hopefully he can handle it. And I know he's a pretty good rider. He's come a long way from where he was till now. So yeah, definitely. Yep, yep. Good. Nice. Well, more, more you guys kind of yeah, you guys kind of have the only team multi rider. Yeah, yeah, the only team feel in the series right now. So I, I like to see that. I wish more people would get on board with that, having extra bikes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think the team atmosphere definitely the morale's way up. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, it gives more credibility to everything mm-hmm, too. And mm-hmm. Everyone's not just there for themselves, which yep. is ultimately the end goal anyway. But I'm just saying, yeah, it's yeah, just exactly. To see, you know, like Supercross and everything. Yep, yep, for sure. It's, it's cool. cool just having multiple riders that you can go be like, hey man, how was the hill that run, you know, or what should I do that you did, you know, you didn't do, or, you know, you just get a little more insight on from the other riders also. Yeah, that's a good point too. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, that was, that was always nice when we had the big team dynamic with me and Phil and everybody was running for my dad at one point. We always got yeah. that. You know, this is on the hill here, or try this rut, and yeah, it was pretty. Stay, it, was, it was nice stay, having that way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stay away from the right side. There's a big rocker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then if you're talking to somebody else, they're like, 
Yeah, you definitely need to hit that right side. There's no rocks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, go right there, man. That's a good, fast ride. <laughs> well, at my point, it didn't matter. I always ended up where Phil told me not to be. <laughs> well, that's oh, kind of man. the problem sometimes, too. You focus on where not to go too much. We've talked about that before, too. It's- yep. Sometimes your mind just makes you go that way. Yep, exactly. Yeah, just like the whole that that run at Pogues Hole when I freaking completely missed the whole finish line and I was in the in the um Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man, I, I come down and I was just I everybody's like, "Dude, what why did you do that?" And I'm like, "What did I do?" I didn't even know. I didn't it just I didn't even dawn on me, you know. Yeah. That's like uh, Bungie missing the Joker lane at the Monster Cup. Right? <laughs> He's like, dude, I know. It. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I won. No, yeah. you no. didn't. <laughs> you completely missed that Joker lane, bro. <laughs> oh, hell. Yeah, that sucks. That's one of the reasons I never walked the hills <laughs> when I was riding. I didn't want to know I, what was there till I got to it. I'm kind of the same way, man. You know, I'm I'm kind of a... Look at it from the whole shot. Yep, it looks good. I don't really gander off and, you know, kind of go up there and look at stuff. You know, I just hit it and go. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was. You kind of look and you kind of see your, where you want to put the bike from the hole, and that's yep. all you need to know. Yep, yep. Yeah. I just know, too, like, if it were me from my, my riding days and stuff and getting fixated on things off course or whatever – I would rather see hill workers and stuff instead of wearing that fluorescent stuff, like being camouflage almost. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. So you don't fixate on them. Like if you get close to one of them, you know, and then you're just like fixated on that and you go to it. Like, yeah, a, yeah. like a mosquito yep. with the bright light, you know, <laughs> you're exactly right. Yeah. Your eyes go there and ultimately you're there with a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Wherever you're looking, that's where you're going. Yep. So. It's not a huge deal. No. <laughs> Obviously, it works. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Some of us simpler people get fascinated by them bright shirts, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> magnet. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jack, how'd you get into hill climbing, man? Oh, man, how did I get into hill climbing? Um. <laughs> well, we, you know. <laughs> Back in the late 80s, early 90s, um, a gentleman that lives here in our town, Roger Rydell, Mr. Backwards, everybody knows him from oh, you know, yeah. riding motorcycles backwards. Oh, and yeah. we, You've been um, out here before. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I've been all over, the, all over the states with Roger when I was younger, you know, and we, um, hey, man, you guys want to go to some races with us, you know? We're like, yeah, yeah, you know, we'll go hang out and help and. I was young and, um, just kind of, kind of adventured from there. You know, I, dad bought me a YZ 85. I think I was five, maybe, maybe five at that, at that young, you know, and bought me a YZ, a 1985 YZ 85. And he brought it home. It was kind of a little snowy out and I rode it around the yard and that was all she wrote, you know, and been hill climbing ever since kind of ventured away from it a little bit kind of went off racing moto and some woods and did a little bit of everything race go-karts and and then i couldn't couldn't stay away from hill climbing uh craig dehart called me up and asked me to come back to the 
ride a nitro bike for him at a uh, Pokes Hole, and and that was all she wrote. But I, you know, I just always been around hill climbing all my life. You know, I was a Indiana, Ohio, Illinois uh, state champion for like five, six years in a row on an eighty-five, and and then I won the nationals in nineteen ninety-three. Um, then I got a CR two fifty, rode it for quite a while, got fourth in the nation on it. I, I mean, I, I was thirteen, fourteen years old. I was riding. CR 500s. I was like, Hey man, can I borrow your bike <laughs> over at Cayuga? I was riding everybody's bike. Hell, I was riding a 750 triple cow when I was, you know, 14, 15 years old and just kind of took off from there, man. And been doing it ever since. Awesome. Can we cool. back up just a little bit and yeah. talk about, I remember you discussing your Honda connections was yeah. with moto. What was that all about? Uh, well, see, when I won the nationals in 93, um, we went to the, uh, we went to the Illinois banquet and a gentleman by the name of Mike Robinette, he, um, was a, um, a scouter for motocross and he was at the banquet, uh, scouting out for other riders for moto for Honda basically. And, um, he just come up to us, asked us, um, to go eat breakfast one morning after the banquet. And, um, kind of took off from there and, um, I'd ventured away from hill climb cause he, you know, I, he asked me to go, uh, try some moto stuff out and we went, ran some moto stuff for a little while. And then we come back to the hill climb and, uh, he built me a, a, a factory HRC Honda 85 that I had, I rode for uh, Downers Grove Honda for, you know, two or three, maybe four years at the most. And, um, really, really took off from there when I was riding for the HRC, uh, crew, hung out with Jeremy McGrath, Jeff Stanton, all them guys. I mean, we up at Indy, this Indy Supercross, just literally sitting in the bus, look out the window and you can see all the box vans and everything went over and played some plate, you know, some video games with, um, Jeremy McGrath and them and the rig and, you know, just kind of, hung out and it was a really cool experience you know mike mike did a lot he knew a lot of people had a lot of good connections and um just kind of took off from there and was what it was you know yeah that's awesome yeah that's pretty cool yeah oh yeah yeah we had a good time man it was it was a a lifetime experience for sure yeah that's incredible yep Went out yeah. to the Mini O's, raced at Las Vegas, out there at the World Minis. Dang. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and you still then, found your way back to hill climbing. Right. Yeah. Got. I. <laughs> I. Um. Take it back a little a few years. I. When I was racing at uh, Ponca City, Oklahoma, for the nationals, I was actually qualified to go to Loretta's. So we took off and went out to Ponca and was out there racing. That was when I actually, uh, Scott Wolves, the guy that runs High Fly, he sponsored me for uh, he, uh, from Excel Motorsports. And uh, that was when I was riding 125s. And uh, we went out there to the um, uh, Ponca City and I got hurt out there and broke my leg, was in the hospital for a whole week, had to have surgery and stuff. And it was a, it was a mess, you know, but it was a good time. And then, uh, you know, it's kind of had our ups and downs from there and 
broke both my legs and that was when dad was like all right we gotta we gotta regroup here and kind of figure out what we're gonna do we're gonna keep motoing and keep getting hurt or we're gonna go back to hill climbing <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of went back to hill climbing and that's where we've been ever since pretty much cool so I guess do you are you familiar that Pocna, Oklahoma, is that what it is? Uh, a Ponca, Ponca City. Ponca. Yeah, Ponca. Is that near the sand dunes? Uh, I honestly, know? not really for sure. That sounds familiar, the name, but I don't remember. Because we went and rode the sand dunes in Oklahoma okay. a few times. Epic Yep. time. Not so much on a 125, but it was still fun. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I'm not really for sure familiar. where that's. Yeah, I'm not really sure how far that is from the the dunes out there. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, Little Sahara Desert, they call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to go and run ride the dunes. I thought it'd be so cool. Uh, it's amazing. It's super nice. cool. Um, another one. Uh, so that was the the guy that runs High Fly MX. Have you been working with him at all? And yeah, helping them yep, with the yep. hill and yep. Get, you're so you're pretty close to there. Oh yeah, yeah. We're um, uh, all probably hour and maybe twenty five minutes from there. Perfect. I need a place to stay. Yeah, no problem, dude. <laughs> You're more welcome to hang out. We got a mo- we got a five acre motocross track. Come out here and hang out. I'm actually sitting outside right now, just chilling and enjoying the weather. <laughs> nice. Yeah, me and my. My girlfriend are gonna pack up the old, the new van, the right nitro on. pilot van, and head that way. Cool. Well, I'll give you my address, and you guys can. You'll be coming across seventy, and once you get to you know Indiana, you can shoot right down. I'm I'm literally like twelve miles from I seventy, so you can come right to the house. Sweet. We'll be in touch. Yeah. Oh yeah, that works out. Yeah. yeah. So how's that hill coming along, Jack? You been down to see it? Um, I actually haven't been there in a while. Last time I went down there, he he um, had all the trees, you know, had everything cleared out. The hill's looking really, really good. Other than I, I, I mean, like I said, I haven't been down there since then. I don't know whereabouts he is, like with everything going on. But uh, I know I'm supposed to be going down there this week or this coming weekend sometime to uh, start laying stuff out and getting some ideas what we can do with the hill and and stuff like that okay so he hasn't laid out any jumps or anything like that yet no not that i know of i haven't really talked to him a whole lot since you know we've been so busy with work and all that and he has open practice days at his motocross track so he takes up a lot of his time with that and stuff so I haven't really talked to him much about the hill, but I know he does. I mean, it's ready other than just kind of building some jumps and and uh, going from there. So what can you tell us about the geographics of it from what you've seen so far? I Last I heard it was about 700 feet. Yep. But does it start out steep and stay steep or is um, – The hill – the, the whole – the whole hill is, you know, I mean, kind of reminds you of like a devil staircase. It's not really, I mean, it's kind of steep. It's a little more steeper than devil staircase, but how wide it is and the layout of it, it kind of reminds you of devil staircase. 
Yeah. Okay. So, but he's, you know, I, I really don't know how, like, the ideas that he's got going on in his head for what he's going to do with it. So, kind of anxious to kind of pick his brain and see what, you know, throw some ideas out there and see what we can come up with. I know he's got some ideas, but I really don't know. He's not really talked too much about it mm-hmm. to me. Nice. So he we'll wants, s- wants to keep it a secret. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'll fi- hey, I'll find out this week when I go down there. So, <laughs> well, it's it's re- reassuring knowing that he's a, a moto guy for one, and oh, yeah. un- understands a, a layout kind of like John Martin helping yep. out with the Millville Hill climb. Yes, um, and just being a phenomenal. Um, operator with the machinery you know yes yeah and that's the good thing about scott he has all the access to any equipment that you can think of he's got it and if he ain't got it he knows somebody that does have it so and he he's got all kinds of equipment already as it is excavators dozers skid steers i mean he's got anything that you can build he's got it (laughs) yeah Yeah, i have a lot of confidence that he's gonna make it's gonna be it's going to be a pretty sick place. I, I'm really, I, I'm super stoked about it. I, I can't wait to see where it goes. Cause Scott is a very, um, he's a good ambassador for the sport. Like he is dedicated to hill climbing, motocross. Like right now, since we've been involved with him, he is so dedicated to the hill. Like he's so dead set on getting it done. Like he, yeah. he wants it to prevail. Awesome. So I assume like there'll that. be a good paddock area and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be kind of like um, he's awesome, awesome parking pit area, but it's going to be kind of like a devil staircase, kind of have to push your bike up there and kind of pit like that. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be like, you know, a white rose, you know, green grass growing everywhere. You know, I mean, it's probably going to be a little dirt and stuff everywhere like that, you know, it, the first race and you know and then next year will probably be a little better and a little better mm-hmm. so Good. you know definitely definitely got the the facility to hold anything that he wants to, wants to do yeah yep yeah it was awesome. one thing i really liked about uh the northwest nitro nationals the pit area and parking was all I like uh, kind of a gravel with the the oil sprayed on it. Yep, yep, like a kind of like a um, uh, millings, like asphalt millings. Exactly. So, yep. like, if it was rain or whatever, it, you didn't get all muddy and yeah, it wasn't all sloppy in the pits if it yep. was a rain day or. Well, his, his yeah, his all of his pits are all nice green grass. He keeps everything nice and mowed and bush hogged and. It's a it's a really nice facility. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good. I'm excited to see it. <laughs> yeah. And his yeah, plan is, you know, once it does take off, he's wanting to get like um camper uh, like uh, power for all the camper hookups and stuff like that eventually when it all, you know, takes off and everything. He's he's actually had that facility for quite a while. He's held some, you know, AM uh, like uh, motocross races there and uh and then we've been talking to him for like like the last two or three years trying to get a hill there and finally we was able to get with him and like scott you need to do this <laughs> yeah so 
Yeah, I'm pretty pretty excited about it, you know, and it's a close one too, just like Devil Staircase is for us. Yeah, it's a fairly close one for me too. That's why I'm excited about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And that that stands up fairly close for Colby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it, it'll be the closest one. Yeah, for AMA for AMA. One. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to get out there and and see this new hill. I love going to new new events and new venues and and seeing new things and hoping they they stick around and are around for a long time. Oh yeah, and he he uh, he's got some really good ideas. Like for the um, scoring part of it, he's he's trying to talk. Um, he's gonna eventually try to talk to all the clubs, like White Rose, all those, and try to go to this uh, transpod transponder system where it's all digital. It's everything's. I mean, it'll tell you how how fast you was going at your sixty foot mark your 120 foot mark or however far up, you know, Hey, you was letting off right here. Yeah. And he's trying to get, yeah, it costs like $4,000 to get this system. But once you get it, it's, it's easy as hell to run. Yeah. That'd be great data to have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's data to have. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure, but I'm not, don't quote me on it, but I'm thinking he's trying to get it set up for this hill climb. So is that going to, replace timing lights too then or i'm not really for sure i don't added bonus yeah i'm not really for sure i don't know how much like what he has talked to rob about or or if they've even talked about it at all but i know he is trying to get it to that yeah because he's got he's got something that rob would have to get paid for by ama and just bring it with exactly yeah well they what would happen is is they the, each club would buy the system, and then everything would be buried at each pro at each hill, and then and then the system oh, I got that you, you got to hook up to, he could probably take it to each one and use it like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's it's a pretty cool system. It really it's accurate. I mean it's 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 dead on. There's no cheating the system. Yeah. You know, I, I love the idea. I just don't see how it's going to benefit the club to buy it. Yeah, exactly. That's why he's trying to, like, figure out how to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, and some of these clubs aren't aren't big on spending any more than they have to. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. That's where my Not concern lies, for sure. Yep. But it'd so, be yeah, cool even... just to have AMA buy a few of those Garmin things. Yeah, and you know, put them on the top guys at each round, so we can actually see some of that data. See how they, they kind of do the same thing, you know, because they show you how fast you're going and mm-hmm. where you're slow, and then you can compare it to like you and John Kester, and you can say, well, Wildman is holding it at wide open all the way to the sixty foot mark, where John's kind of tiptoeing and then holds it wide open, and then you're yep. kind of slower at the top, which equals the same amount of time, but yep, it's just exactly. different. Yeah. It'd just be cool to be able to share that information. Oh yeah, and the, and the crowd I think would be very interested in it too. Like, holy cow! <laughs> yeah, because there's really never been any data on how fast you guys are going at certain hills, and some of them are no. really cool to actually know. Like, yep. 
because it seems like you guys are pushing 60 miles an hour sometimes but oh yeah if not faster (laughs) freeman freemansburg we're probably running 75 almost probably 80s especially jay on that thousand holy cow (laughs) (laughs) at the bottom there for sure yeah yeah Holy oh, yeah, there's, there's definitely some high speeds there, but when you average out for the time and the distance of the hill, it doesn't show a very high speed. No, exactly. Yep. Uh, but, I mean, you got to look through the hills and stuff like Allentown's, a, you know, nine seconds is a good ride. Eight seconds is a smoking ride now. Yeah. You know, back in the 2000s, the jumps were smaller stuff when, you know, you and me were running eight seconds was like a top 10 ride. Uh huh. Yeah, you're exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, if you were in the eights, you were, you were just scratching the top 10. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, holy cow. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> <laughs> but now, I mean, that's something you're one of the guys that have ridden, like, especially that hill. The jumps have gotten so much bigger from like, Say your rookie year and was a two thousand, yeah, yep. To to like twenty twenty in twenty years, like how much more hang time do you have now than you did twenty years ago? Oh my god, <laughs> uh, uh, unreal! <laughs> it's it, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can see it from down to you know watching the race stuff, but I'm not on the seat. And I thought we were in the air a lot, you know. Then in, in two thousand two thousand and one, yeah. But. Yeah, now now we're uh, yeah, that's all you know. We're we're in the air a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely jumping a lot further up the hill too. They're shooting you up the hill instead of up in the air. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty. I like I like Devil's uh, Freemansburg and Devil Staircase is probably one of my two favorite hills and Pope's Hole. Yeah, with Freemansburg goes on my favorite. Hill. I was never <laughs> no. big on. I was never big on Devil Staircase. Yeah, didn't you? You got hurt at one of those, didn't you? Yeah, well, I got hurt about every hill on the circuit, but at some point, <laughs> we all do, Brandon. Whatever. <laughs> no, yeah, I broke my back at Devil Staircase in '05. Okay, but then you didn't you break your femur at um, um, Middlebury? Uh, Middlebury, yeah. Yep. Yep. I remember that. Holy cow! Good old days, right there, man. Yeah, yeah that was a. You know, it's one of those crashes where you crash and you don't know you're hurt and you go to get up and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, and you just fell right to the ground. I was like, oh, man, there's something seriously wrong. Yeah, I sat up and I went to get up and my right leg didn't come with the rest of me. <laughs> so, oh, that ain't good. No, no, not at all. But then like the paramedics there, you know, when they come waddling down out of their little club med deck there on the side of the hill. <laughs> You need help? <laughs> no, they're like, because I'm talking normal and stuff. Or I'm like, oh, you dislocated your knee. It's like, all right, get me up. I'll go home, take care of that when I get home. Yeah. Dad's like, well, you know, we got like a 13-hour ride home. Maybe I'll just go to the hospital and let them take care of it here. Okay. I get there, and it was dislocated knee. It was a broken femur. Oh, man. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so I'm kind of glad I went to the hospital and didn't ride 13 hours home with my leg broke. That might have hurt a little bit. Could you yeah. imagine sitting in your vehicle with a broken femur all the way? That, you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> his dad went all the way home from Michigan with a shattered hip. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Broke his, he broke his pelvis up at like 90, 91 up at Muskegon. Yep. 
went over the top, over the bars, and the bike landed on him, had his pelvis broken two places, and he drove home from Muskegon. That about, sounds about like my dad. He broke his sternum at Goshen. I was probably 11, 12 years old. He cased that double up there, and when it when he landed it, like, uh, hit his bar, his chest on the bars, split his sternum wide open, cracked it, and, uh, you know, he was pretty sore, and he's like, man, I can't drive. I was like, well, Dad, who the hell's going to drive, you know? Because my mom, she's not too fond on driving a vehicle with a trailer. And he's like, looks at me, and he's like, well, it looks like you're driving home, Jack. I'm like 11, 12 years old, sitting <laughs> on a pillow, driving all the way back home from Goshen. I was like, Dad, there's a state cop coming up. He's like, just act cool. Act like you know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm 11 years old, drove all the way home from Goshen, Indiana, all the way up there at Middlebury, drove all the way home. Oh hell! Go. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, it's like, how the hell are we gonna get home? <laughs> yep. Got to get home somehow. That's right. Now, when Dad did that, he had my brother was sitting in the driver's seat, and he ran the gas and the brake with a broomstick. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And Dad steered. Oh man, it's crazy. Man, yeah, it's... Things that you do to get home. Yeah. You got to do it. Like he said, I'm not going to the hospital here in Michigan. Yep. I'm going home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well. Yep. Hell, dad Dad got hurt one time also, uh, tore his ACL and his meniscus in his knee up at Black River Falls, Wisconsin. We were driving an old 1970 uh, Chevy C10. Freaking took a, I don't know, probably about an 8-inch, 10-inch bolt, stuck it in between the brake and the throttle, to control it like it was a uh, cruise control dad drove in the seat and then whenever we'd have to stop i'd sit over and kick the bolt out because <laughs> he couldn't because he couldn't throttle it with his with his uh, leg because of his knee you know because it was all fucked up and messed up and dude he oh my god i was like dad you're crazy he's like well we gotta get home somehow <laughs> stuck that bolt right in there and it, Gave the gas, and when you hit the brake, it just whop. <laughs> like, oh my god! Yep. Oh, crazy. Hell. oh yeah, gotta love all that crazy old shit like that. Oh yeah, uh, yep. I got, I got lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get to them. Oh, I'm yeah. sure we get this next question. You're gonna have some some good ones, I'm sure. When you decided to go pro, two thousand, you said it was. Yep. You came out riding for Jeff Thomas. Yes, sir. What the hell was that like riding for that, for Jeff? Oh man, it was, it, it was really cool. You know, it was a, it was a good experience and, uh, had a really good time. Uh, would do it again in a heartbeat. Um, Jeff is a, he's a one of a kind guy, you know, he's, <laughs> he, he, uh, he's balls to the walls. You know, he's always, you know, about winning and, you know, I, I like riding for Jeff. He's a good dude. He really is. That, that's what I wonder if he wanted to be, he expected you to ride like he did. Um, or he no. understood that you were, you were your own rider and you weren't a kamikaze, yeah, he, I'm going to crash or win kind of guy. Yeah. It's just, yeah, he kind of understood, you know, I was, I was who I am and he was who he was. And that was the bottom line. I'm not, <laughs> I wasn't going out there just to kill myself for, you know, a couple hundred dollars when back then. And, it just wasn't worth it, you know. And, and then, 
I was riding a 540 on methanol, and it wasn't nothing like those bikes that we got now, you know. It was fast, but these bikes that we're riding now are just, un they're just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yep. Everything's definitely progressed a lot more, definitely since, like, I got out of it. Oh, yeah. And, and you got out of it, too, the first time before you come back. and Yep. It, definitely a whole lot of different animals. You were riding uh, Jeff's 800 Yamaha there at the end. Yep, yeah, the SX uh, Yamaha 800. Yep. I, that thing, I I loved riding that thing. That thing was so such a cool bike to ride. It ran so good. The power. I, I really connected with that bike, just like my 600 I do now. It was, yeah, a, good. it was a lot of fun to ride that bike. Yeah, it's always good when you get a bike you connect with and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yep. Like I, I rode that triple for years and I don't think I ever really gelled with that bike. Yeah. But then I got on that, the XR 750 and, and I, I just love that motorcycle. Yep. Yep. It, it fit me and the power was there for when I needed it. It was just a great bike to ride. For sure. I mean, I had fun on the triple. It was fast once you got it moving. Yeah. But yep. it was getting it moving and keeping it moving. It <laughs> was the trick. Yeah, yeah. But back to the question with for riding for Jeff, like I mean it yeah. was he was um he was a good dude to ride for. You know, he always had the best equipment. He always, you know, when I told him, Hey, this is what this bike's doing, we need to fix this or you know, we need to fix that, he always done it. He always fixed it. You know, hey, this is not safe, we gotta you know, and he was always on it. He always had the best of the best equipment. And I, I, I really enjoyed like riding for Jeff Thomas. He was he was always a good dude to ride for. Oh, he definitely had the best of the best when he would build something. Yeah. It would it came out great and was one of the best things on the circuit. Yep, yep, exactly. Yep. Yeah, you know, I I, I would do it again in a heartbeat, you know. Just just because I'm a motorhead. <laughs> well yeah. <laughs> I, I think we need to get Jeff out of them cars and away from that cage and put him right. back on a bike. I, I I think uh that's gonna be hard to do because he he really enjoys running those cars, man. He he like before him and he he I think got into the hill climb stuff, him and his dad was always big into those cars and building old cars and stuff like that. And his brother is too, so Yeah. I think yeah. I think he'd probably come out and do a, a few just to, you know, just to have fun. But he loves that drag racing stuff, man. He's well, he's really into it. I mean, have you seen a picture of him lately, though? I don't think they make moto gear that would even fit him. <laughs> no, he'd have to have some, like, uh, canvas uh, uh, moto gear uh, specially fit for his ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for those, uh, those shoulders and uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah, those python arms. Yeah, the biceps. <laughs> I mean. Dude, he he was a big guy when he was riding he was. years ago. And yes, he just, sir. He, like, tripled in size. Yep. I don't even know how he fits in a car. I know, right? <laughs> he, man, I'm telling you right now, that dude, you put him on anything or any anything, and he's going to drive the wheels off of it. That dude, oh, my God. We went down to the Brown County uh, uh, War in the Woods that they ha held down there in uh, Brown County, just local drag race down here. Dude, that dude, he is a nut. I'm telling you right now, you put a cage around him, that dude is it, it's like he's bulletproof. Like there ain't nothing stopping him. 
<laughs> he is a nut. And that yeah. car he drives is a freaking, oh my God, dude, it is so fast. Didn't it get stolen or something recently? Yeah, well, yeah, his, like his trade. Well, yeah, he totaled it right before, or, or I'm sorry, he his trailer got stolen from the shop and it had his car in it. And then he, uh, some truck driver spotted it on the interstate. They got it. They repossessed it back because, you know, the cops and stuff, you know, obviously stopped them and they, they got the trailer back. Well, then it wasn't like a couple months later or something. He went to a drag race and freaking, I mean, rolled that, that sucker. And it was like a couple good rolls. It barrel rolled that thing. And I was like, oh, man. But he is uh, obviously building it back. He uh, has been talking about building it back. And uh, he's got the motor. I guess it kind of you know messed up a few things on the motor. But he's building the car back. to, And he's bringing it back. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just miss guys that ride like him on the, on the hill climb circuit, though. Oh yeah, balls to the walls. Yeah, there's no more of them them kamikaze guys left anymore. Nope, nope, not at all, man. He was the last of a breed. Nope, that's for sure. Yeah, it's always fun to watch that. Yeah, yeah the guy when he gets on the line, you don't know what's going to happen. He's the guy you like to watch. Yeah, <laughs> he's like a <laughs> devastator. He's either going to ride real super fast, or he he's going to crash really hard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. Oh. I love it. I love it. Oh yeah. You should ride like that more often, Jack. Ah, man, that doesn't <laughs> pay the bills, man. <laughs> <laughs> On the good days it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes. <laughs> you know that that one out of 10 times when you don't crash your bike. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm I'm a more of a I'm a wild I'm a wild guy, but like when it's time, you know, when it's business, it's business. Yeah. Now your your riding has definitely uh, changed since you come back from when it was when we were kids and stuff. You, oh yeah. You, you were a little more wild back then. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't give two shits less, and <laughs> yeah, you 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 pushed it a lot more back when we were. You know, oh yeah. Like Twenty years yep. old. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, you know, I gotta go to work now, and yeah, I got a little age. Yep. I got a little boy to think care, you know, take care of, and definitely would never want to leave the world and leave him behind. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's a definitely something that's always on the back of our heads now. Oh, most definitely, man. You know, for for the stuff that we do, you know, you, you, you wake up every day thanking God that you woke up that day, and and uh, on top of the stuff that we do daily and. And then strap ourselves to a nitro bike. It's uh <laughs> it's uh it's a blessing, you know. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And they get something a lot of the people when they look at hill climbing and they think, Well, it's that's easy, I could do that. Well Oh yeah. All right, well sit on this three hundred horsepower dirt bike and and let her rip. Yeah, oh yeah. Like some of those videos that I got that um uh from Polk's Hole, everybody's like getting on their comment, man, I could do that. I'm like, oh, oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Pogues is the one place you don't want to say that you can do that because no. the best and the best eat it big there. Oh, yes. Most definitely. Every once in a while, I'll go through my YouTube channel and just read the comments. Read the comments. <laughs> and I'll, 
I've been meaning to make a, a segment like some one day out of the week, I go and post one of the stupid comments from YouTube on there yeah. on, yeah. on Instagram, just because they're funny as hell, but they think oh, yeah. they're, they're badass or whatever, but you should go on there sometime and just read the comments. It's hilarious. Like <laughs> my grandma could do that sleeping or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I could what? do that on my bicycle. Yeah. And it's like, all right. <laughs> All right, getting getting a little getting a little hard there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Come see it in person, and then you'll then we'll talk. And then you're yeah, then you're gonna think twice. Holy cow, it's that big. Okay, well, never mind. And, and that's always the problem with video too. It never gives justice to the real yep. thing. Which no, sucks, the videos don't. But. Yep, and that's what I tell a lot of people at home. You know, all my friends and stuff. I'm like, man, you just gotta like the videos do no justice. That hill is totally steeper than what you're seeing in that video like yeah if you used to come see it in person you'd be like dude you're crazy and not that i was hating on it or anything but i remember seeing videos before i went to my first actual pro race yeah and it was like whatever you know i grew up hill climbing it wasn't anything i haven't seen before on video you know but then i actually like freemansburg was my first one to see nitro <laughs> yeah. and stuff and i was like holy shit this is pretty insane yeah <laughs> yep way gnarlier in person <laughs> you oh, got definitely. a you got a crotch rocket bike or a motor on that what yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it's burning what <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah none of that was new to me i mean i've seen it i just never seen it in person so yeah, yeah. It's like holy cow this is wild. Oh yeah, I I love it, man. It's such a it's such adrenaline rush. Yeah, yeah. I think Freemansburg should be everybody's first introduction into hill climbing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that should be your first hill climb, no matter what. Just yeah, you're gonna get into it. Go to Freemansburg. Yep. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was filming there. My first time, I I started the whole race from the second jump at Freemansburg, the bigger one. Yeah. Yep. And that's where I was watching from. And, you know, we went through the 450s and stuff. I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah. And then the first person on a nitro bike to, like, actually go for it and, like, went off that jump wide open and went, like, 60 feet. I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. And you're standing with your jaw to your knees and it's like, uh, I got to pick this back up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 And that's something else. I think all the hills should sell like a special ticket that you know you have to sign a waiver for, but yes, special ticket that's extra and gets you up onto the hill. Yes, like a VIP section. Yeah, like the jumps and stuff. There's got to be a special section for them to be at though, because well, yeah, off off to the way, especially downtown. You never know, like bikes go flying everywhere. Oh yeah, most definitely. And that's another thing that brings us back to High Fly. He's trying to. Uh, do the the fence up the side of the hill like Devil Staircase is gonna be. So he's trying to trying to get that. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be yeah. kind of up and up in person, just like Devil Staircase. He's gonna have the fences up the side of it and all that. So it's gonna be kind of it's gonna be pretty cool. Now nah, that's the best way to watch a hill climb is to be yeah. right there next to it. Yeah, your front your front row. You know, you get the action right there. Yep. Yeah, it's crucial for fans to be able to see it from that point of view because, like, Freemansburg, that crowd doesn't even understand the steepness how, of that hill. 
the steepness or the, how fast you're going. I mean, it's cool. It's a good view from back there, but you don't get the actual feel of you don't get the full effect of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good yeah. view from back there, but till they get to the third jump, they look like little ants. Yeah, <laughs> yep, you, you exactly. Can see the bike. There's that too, and it's just you don't you don't see the gnarliness as good, like the rawness, the speed, and everything. Hmm. It's, no. it's different from the side view. Yep, yeah. it totally is. My, my dad, uh, his buddy, was saying the same thing. You know, that video of me um, from the video point view of uh, uh, Pogue's Hole, and I'm coming up it, and there's, there's you, I think it's you or somebody videoing, and he's he was like, dude, he goes, I see the steepness of the, the, the grade of that hill. Like, holy, that's, that's crazy. He's like, now I understand mm-hmm. what, you know, how steep it is. Yeah, if it was video from, like, Towards the top, it was probably me. Cause yeah. I'm usually the only guy filming up there. Yep. I'm pretty sure it was you. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Colby's the, he's always the guy there getting the cool shots. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. I like to get in the mix, man. I like to be right <laughs> with you guys. Maybe you need to, like, sneak down there and lay in between the jumps or something to get some, like, underground. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Man, that, that could be bad. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm going to be doing something a little different this year. I'm going to be staying out of harm's way for the most part. I'll get up there a little bit here and there, but um, I'm going to be doing more of a behind the scenes yeah. take on it at most of them. Anyways, like I'm going to, I'm going to mic up like one team or two teams and just follow them around all day. Cool. Awesome. Obviously catch some runs and stuff, but yeah, it's yeah. Be, uh, more of what this team goes through throughout the day and, you know, interviews and stuff like that. And just try awesome. to do something a little different. Yeah. Yeah. That, get behind the scenes kind of thing. Like to see what we're going through and getting the bikes ready and exactly you know, what everybody's talking about through in the behind the scenes. Yeah. No one ever sees that or no one really knows who you guys are either. Yeah. So that's cool. I'm like a, the masses, you know, like nobody, can, nobody can put a face behind the Jack Mason, you know, yeah, yep. they see you ride, but they don't know who you are or what you look like or nope. anything. So, I think it'd be cool to to showcase that a little bit more. And with the yeah. way the sport's going, I think it'll be more beneficial to actually get to know you guys a little bit. Yeah, yeah, get yep, get get up and get up in the personal space of everything, and you know, yeah, what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Hell yeah, that's a pretty cool idea. I like yeah, that. Uh, is. So we got a few. <laughs> Some fresh blood coming in this year. Um, a couple of part timers coming from amateur stuff, uh, like Bodie O'Neill, and yep. I know Casey Pater is going to do a couple. I don't, I don't know if you've heard of him. Oh yeah, yeah, I know Casey. And then um, Logan Peterson. I don't know if he's doing yep. all of them or not, but yep. he's going to be doing it. We got Sean Whitacomb yep. claims he's going to do everything. Uh, John Henderson. Good. Probably Cardwell again. So Good. it's going to be a pretty stacked field this year. Uh, yes. I mean, so where do you see yourself? Uh, what's your goals? And, like, how do you see this year going for you? Well, this year my uh, goal is to come out swinging. And um, I, I really, really – I don't have too many years left in me, you know. Yeah. And uh, I, I definitely want to try to get, get a championship at least or – let them know that I was there and get a second or, you know, just, just, I, I want to be right there every weekend. Yeah. 
You know, I know you're definitely capable of of capturing a championship. I mean, what's the missing link? Uh, man, just having your mind right. <laughs> Obviously, uh, John Kester is probably ten years younger than you, but yeah, yeah, I, I'm put, I'm almost <laughs> forty years. I'm almost forty years old. I'll be thir- I'll be turning thirty nine this year, so I'm not okay. You know, so he's twenty years younger than you. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not the young gun no more you know but yeah. i still feel young in the heart not you know i i i'm very healthy and you do I, have bike control and the knowledge of being there forever i just yeah yep i think it comes down to consistency it, it yeah. exactly you know and that's that's the key is your equipment and staying on top of everything and just being consistent as hell every weekend yeah. Yep. And but you, so. you're always you're always there, but you have more off times than the other guys do. Uh, exactly. Yep. You know, you're not consistent on a, on a weekly basis. Yep. So here's the thought: you you drank nitro fuel at Pokes Hole. Oh yeah. And <laughs> did like got third place there. I'm, so I, I, I maybe, think that's telling me something. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe to just try. Tasting some more nitro every week. We need to whip up some nitro shakes. (laughs) Some nitro protein shakes. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. I'll definitely have to do. Maybe each morning before the race, Colby, you're going to have to come over and video us. And (laughs) here's the nitro protein shakes. And we're like pouring a little bit of nitro. (laughs) And just to be clear for people listening, he didn't actually drink it. He just. It was just a little, yeah, it was just like, yeah, it was just a taste tester. It wasn't nothing (laughs) like a big gulp or nothing. That's Yeah. yeah. But your brother did take a drink of it. He did. He was like, man, my my mouth is numb. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. It it definitely will uh, make your mouth numb. (laughs) I know what it does when it gets on other parts of the body, so. (laughs) It burns. (laughs) Yep. Let's say I had a I've had a fuel cap fall off on a run already. Oh no! Yeah, that that wasn't fun at all. Oh man! And the worst part about it was a white rose, and I did a wheelie across the last hundred foot of the hill. So you were uh, just spraying yourself in the face with it? Oh no, it got somewhere else. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> somewhere much more sensitive. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, it wasn't uh, fun at all. <laughs> yeah, it's never good getting even gas. I mean, that stuff's just—it's not cool. <laughs> no, gas yeah, a little gas yeah. goes away. That, yeah, that burn goes away. Yeah, it's, yeah, it doesn't stay there like nitro. <laughs> no, nitro and propylene just doesn't go away. Yeah, yeah. Now back yeah. to the the whole. You know, I I definitely want to come out. You know, very consistent and just staying on our our A game this year. And you know, mm-hmm. I definitely. I definitely have the equipment to be there. It's just being consistent and having my mind right and throwing down the crazy rights and having balls like John Kester does. <laughs> yeah. Do you think there's going to be any added pressure with uh, being on TV and stuff? No, I don't. I mean, I, that stuff doesn't really bother me. You know, I don't I don't let that stuff get into my head. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is what, you know, it's just like another day and. In the limelight. <laughs> no, so, I mean, yeah. we, we race in that, the, the golden age of hill climbing there with the motor world coverage everywhere. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it wasn't really, you know, I don't, I don't, I really don't let tooth, you know, that stuff kind of get into my head. Um, you know, it's just, 
just another day, you know, doing what we love. Mm-hmm. I don't, I do want to bring something up that you don't, you say you don't have many years left in you, but you know what? Riders say that we, we got to bring in the Libhart factor because. Oh, I'm, exactly. You, you can't say you don't have many years left in you when you're just pushing 40 and you feels pushing 50 so i know i know well you know what I, what i mean by that is is owen owens four yeah. you know he's gonna be racing soon he's gonna be racing i mean he's already racing yes yeah. you know to be you know honest i mean and i want to i want to go out and see what he can do and you know devote my time to him and see what we can do with him and you know he's my little superstar he's 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 a little badass that's good <laughs> Yeah, he so. has no fear. He has no fear, man. I'm telling you what, he is. He rides the 50 out there in the back of the track, and it just. Some days I'm like, dude, what are you thinking? Why are you trying to do those whips and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> well, He's I like, remember. Yeah, I remember that too until I had my first crash, and then it, it kind of changed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. But yeah. Yep. Yeah, but you got them kids that they can crash and get busted up, and they heal when they go back, and they're even crazier. So, yep, yep, yep. for sure. No, I don't, I don't see us, you know, quitting hill climb anytime soon. But you know, I just, I don't want to jeopardize anything, and that way I can't enjoy my time with him. You know. Yeah. So. No, that that's a good plan to have. Yeah. But well, I imagine. There's always the V2 in class now, which is a little more laid back. Where you can- yeah, there you go. Oh, I, if I come hill climbing, I'm I, I'll definitely ride nitro. There, you can't just come to a pro race and not ride nitro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's in the blood, you know. Once you get it, it's hard to go back to something that's not nitro. You know, it's oh, yeah, so hard for. <laughs> And it's like literally in your blood now. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. literally. <laughs> yeah, it is now attached to your DNA, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is what. What is the? I mean, we know the difference from riding the stuff and stuff, but tell me, the people are listening don't understand the difference between a nitro bike and your twin. Your twin uh, has more CCs, but the nitro bike is obviously faster and quicker in every aspect. Yeah, yeah. So, so the four cylinder, you know, obviously a four cylinder is only going to be pushing what, like 120, 100, maybe 40 horse with just pump gas. Yep. You put the nitro to it and it just doubles the horsepower and it's just amazing, like what it does to the bike. A gas bike, yeah, yeah, it's 1190. It does, it's, it's fast. Don't get me wrong, but, when you add the nitro to it, it's just a whole different ball game. Like it, I just—it's so hard to explain, man. If you don't ride it and have never experienced it, it's really hard to explain to people. When you get, yeah, it's just the throttle response and it just everything. It's so so totally different. Yeah. Well, I mean, there is a real, real, real world comparison with people that ride street bikes. You know, if yeah, if, if you've ever ridden a a stock Harley, like a Sportster or something, and then you jump on an, an R one, I mean, it's pretty similar. Obviously, you don't have the nitro fuel, but yeah, it's two totally different worlds. Oh yes, based 
you know, besides the actual um, ge ge uh, geometry of the bikes themselves, is yep. obviously way different. But I'm just talking about power and so and the g forces of it. You know, when you yeah. take off out of the hole on a on a nitro bike, it really you can feel it pull you. Yeah, the 1190 pulls, but it doesn't. It has no pull. You know, pulling this the shoulder strength and the grip to hold onto a nitro bike is a whole different ball game. Yeah, they just hook up and you, go. Yeah, it's it's a sudden. You're there, gas bike. It's like all right, you're kind of there. <laughs> nitro yeah. bikes, they're just on point and you better be ready to jump that 70 foot gap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would love to, uh, get someone to let me do a whole shot on a nitro bike. Yeah. We can, we can break one out when you come to, mil um, a high fly. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Will you film it? Oh, hell yeah. I'll film it. Hell yeah. That's yep. awesome. I think you should do it. Colby, put him on one, Jack. Oh, yeah. definitely. We'll do. We'll hell. We better get here a couple days ahead of time. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible, but <laughs> <laughs> don't be backing out now. I just with my schedule, man. I'm not scared. I've been wanting to do it for yeah. a long time. <laughs> he needs. He needs to experience it. So, so you're telling me that so Jay. Long. So you're telling me that Jay never let you ride his nitro bike and pull a hose shot on it. Well, I've never asked. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, right see on. there. You, you I never just, ask. I just know how much uh, effort goes into just starting it, and oh yeah, if you start it once, you have to go through the whole motor again with yep. all the fluids and everything. So it's like such a process. Yeah, it is. So I just, you know, it's like, hey, can I do a whole shot on your nitro bike and give you two hours of work? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just something I just I'm not and and burn yeah, eighty dollars. Not just gonna ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just not gonna just ask anybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But hell, but, if you come here and we're testing, man, you can hop on it and pull a hose shot. I would love to. Yeah. Oh. Love oh, it. He'll be hooked. He might have to come out of retirement then. There you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. I'd give it a shot. <laughs> How long has it been since you hill climb, Colby? Uh, probably 2003. Oh, wow. On a KX250. Nice. Uh, I think the biggest bike I ever hill climbed was a, a KTM 540. Well, that's pretty that good. Fun. It was fun. It was fast for me at the time. I was still in high school, so <laughs> it's pretty nuts. Back then, it was like, holy cow, that was just unreal. Yeah, it was insane speed. I looped yeah. it out the first time. <laughs> off the first jump i wasn't ready for that power at all dude. oh just man hooked up and spit me right out <laughs> oh, oh no but fun super fun yeah lots of fun where where was that at colby uh the cato cycle club yep yep the that hill Oh yeah, been there many times. You have raced there? Oh yeah, yeah. We used to, when they had the um, the nationals there. We went there. Okay, sweet. So yeah, that's funny thinking about that because we were in the same place a couple times before we we actually met. Met, yeah, for sure. Because I suppose were you there in ninety eight? Um, uh, ninety eight, ninety eight. 
<sighs> no, because that was the year I was riding for uh, Taco Bell and running moto. Oh, Taco Bell. Yep. Yeah, I used to be sponsored by Taco Bell back in the day, 97, 98. So then the one would have been 94 then would would have been the last one there. Yep, probably. yep, yep. Yeah, like ninety. Little shit there, though. Yeah, ninety-four would probably been the last time I was ever there. Hmm. Cato Motorcycle Club. Yep. Dad's out here, like <laughs> telling me, "Yeah, yeah, that's where we were at." <laughs> yeah, that's where I grew up, man. That's that's crazy. That's like awesome. literally grew up at that facility. Yeah. Now, isn't that the place that right there? Like, it's behind the high school, and it's got the hockey rings and all that. Uh, or that's, is that you're thinking of Red Wing? That's Red okay, Wing. Red Wing. But okay, so it's uh, Cato Motorcycle Club was where they had the creek that ran across, and then you had to go, and the hill was on the other side, right? Yep, that's the okay. One. Okay, I remember. Yeah, I've been there many times. I, that was the eighty days. Yeah, you're. Yep. That was probably back in like ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, I was probably still riding a JR. <laughs> yeah. Yep. GR50. Well, no. Wow. Probably not. I don't know. Well, if you were on an 80, then I was definitely on a 50. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because you're, you're so much younger than us. <laughs> well, old enough to be on separate classes. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to make me a Jack not feel old, okay? No kidding, well, man. <laughs> aren't we like the same age, Brandon? No, I'm the same age as Jack. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I just I just turned thirty nine in February. Okay, yeah, you are yep. old. Yep, old got gray hair. <laughs> hey, I'm getting them too, man. Uh, yeah, not supposed to be gray in your thirties. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I know, it's... man. I, I I hit puberty so early. I had a mustache when I was in sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> all Go my friends, Pedro. Yeah, all my <laughs> friends is all my friends' parents were like, "Why are you hanging out with that dude? He's like way older than you." And they're like, no, mom, he's the same age as me. Um, wh- why does he have a mustache? I'm like, I don't know, mom. <laughs> Maybe you've oh, been yeah. lied to your whole life, though. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Maybe you're really older than you think you are, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're no. like Phil Liphart's age and you didn't even know it. <laughs> no, I hope not. <laughs> oh, shit, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah oh. so I don't know, i'm only four years younger than you guys so i guess oh that yeah yep. yeah it's not too bad it's some guys like logan and yeah john everything and make us feel old i know man crazy but john's, yeah, so... john's got to be pushing 30 soon no no he's probably what he... like 27 26 I, I thought he just turned 21 a few years ago like Last year or something. No, he's older than that. Uh, I'm thinking of Austin Tyler. Yeah, Austin just turned 21. Yeah. Austin Tyler just turned 21? Yeah. Not too long ago. He's he's young, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe a couple years, but I mean, he's he's pretty young. He's in his early 20s. No kid. I thought he was at least 24, 25. I did not. I didn't know, know he was that young. Yeah, don't let the beard fool you. Right? <laughs> See what I mean? The puberty hits you early. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh hell. Yeah. So you're probably the second oldest guy then. Oh yeah. In the series. 
Yep. Yeah. Yep. Phil and me and, you know, um, Strickler would have been right up there with you. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Strickler, Strickler's like, he's like a year younger than me. Yep. And then, Crazy. Well, I mean, Dave Price is still going. Dave's like 52. Yeah. Well, true. Can't single out Dave. No. no. Crazy Dave. Crazy Dave. How's he doing? He is doing really good now. It's all cleared up again and gone. Good, good. He's been doing some flat tracking with Phil, so. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. <clears throat> he's, he's a good dude. He's super, super nice feller. Yeah, yeah. he's a rad dude for sure. Yep. Strong he's as hell, man. I, I mean, he he's is a fucking ox. Oh, my God. The, the man, he freaking crashed at Millville, you know, and he's just yeah. just a normal dude. Like nothing happened. Like oh, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you ate shit. <laughs> oh, I'm good. Yeah. No, I'm all right. No, shoulder, you're not. <laughs> shoulder separated. Can't move his arm. I'm good. Yeah, and then, didn't he race like the following race or something? Yeah, the next week. Yeah, yeah. like holy shit. Like, hey, Dave, mm-hmm. are you racing? Oh yeah, man. Like you just got hurt. <laughs> That'd been me. I'm like, oh god, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, we were up at Canaan one year. He broke an ankle and rode the second ride. Holy cow! He just left his boot on. He said, "I think my ankle's broke. We'll just leave my boot on so I can ride again." There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. unstrap it. It'll swell real quick. <laughs> yeah, I'll never get the boot back on. No. Nope. No. Yep. I did that at Haydenville one year Sprained my ankle real bad And took the boot off between rounds Oh man It didn't go back on Yeah That's I, had terrible. Of, I had an old set of boots though That the buckles were broke So I shoved my foot in that thing And duct taped it <laughs> Zip, Yeah duct tape it <laughs> <laughs> We're good Yep uh, well, That's crazy. another hill I think Colby would have loved filming that hill too yeah, that's a cool hill. That man, that was man. Those are. I wish all those hills still ran. Yeah. yeah. Dude, could you Can imagine how, how high to, uh, they would launch now at Haydenville? Oh, dude, we'd be breaking frames, and I mean that would be awful. They'd have to change it up. They'd have to do like a a jump before that, and like step up on that or something. Just to, yeah. I mean, because dude, you would. You would launch off of that on a night on a four cylinder. Holy oh, we cow! Were, I mean, back we were running, we were halfway up the construction lights that were twenty feet in the air. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Well, just like that video of is that Thomas on that? Um, oh God, yeah. On the, the Russell Sportster. <laughs> yeah, and he's doing the Superman and the. I'm like, whole like I mean, he freaking jumped far. Yeah. Yeah, that was nuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say though when we were talking about. Being tough. How about uh, Cameron McAdoo's week? Oh, oh my god, man. that kid is an animal. How insane is that? How he crashed and freaking went over that uh, that uh, crossing, and he was like all stretched out, like looking like a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he yeah. just gets up like there's no problem. He yeah. gets yeah. back on the gate and finishes third. Like yeah. Yeah, goes back to the LCQs like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I think it's gonna be then, like, I'm, I'm going home, guys. I mean, I'll see you yeah. next week, dude. He ate shit. But then the next week, and he like did that same exact crash, but over a triple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did like a full front flip. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, that kid, God. that kid is very determined, and and he's just 
as strong as an ox. Holy cow. Could you imagine that kid on a nitro bike? <laughs> oh my. He'd be, he would probably be like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> he might be like Jeff Thomas, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sending it. Crazy. I, I am anxious to see what, uh, uh, like Bodie O'Neill and Casey Pater will will bring to the table. Yeah, yeah. AMA race. Yep. Now, do they are they building some twins or? Bodie's got a twin coming up, and then I believe Casey is just gonna kind of do whatever rounds that John doesn't do. With, ah, gotcha. With with uh, Dave. Dave Perigo's bikes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Dave's so, a good dude. I like Dave Perigo. He's such oh, a man. such Great a good dude. dude. Yeah, I guess he's another one that kind of has the team thing going, which is really cool. He's, yeah. He's a good ambassador for the sport. And yeah. Everything. Yep. I got some old videos of him from back in, uh, shoot, man, like 80s, 90s, from yeah. uh, when we used to run the Metamora Hill Climb. I wish that place would could hold some uh, pro hill climbs there. That was like a seven, 800-foot, or no, it was like a 500-foot hill. Was it twelve hundred? Yeah, it was like twelve hundred foot. But dude, it was oh man, it was so oh, it was a badass hill. That's too much. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> yeah, Dave used to run our local stuff around here too back in the day. Yep. I think he always had the KTM five forty two. Yep, yep. When he was over here running, he had a, a CR five hundred, like a like a ninety ninety one model. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he always had the best stuff. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, he still has top notch stuff when he comes out and has guys on it. So exactly. yeah, well, you know, you got you got to whenever we're doing what we do. You know, yep. Mm-hmm. I go through my stuff. I mean, you can look at my bikes, man. I I safety wire a lot of my stuff, like my my front brake calipers, my foot pegs. I safety wire all my bolts. <clears throat> Just stuff like that, man. You know, you know, you never know. You're you're running 60, 70 mile an hour, flying 50, 60 foot in the air. You know, you definitely don't want a bolt to fall out of that brake caliper or your foot peg fall off or any of that stuff, you know. And I, I, I've always a firm believer in maintenance and safety. Uh, I just, it's always been like that, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely uh, not in the days of Paul Penson on anymore, where I don't think he washed his bike between rounds. Yeah, <laughs> flip the foot peg down and let her eat. <laughs> yep. Fucker won five championships in a row. He did, man. That dude was, he was, he was a good dude, too. That was another yeah. super nice feller. But you look at his bike and you never think that he was a, you know, guy winning uh, yep. all the titles. Yep. That thing, you know, he smoked like a mosquito fog machine, man, and he dropped the hammer on that son of a bitch, and it was gone. Yep. <laughs> it's like, holy cow. Oh, yeah. Old 1980s Mako front end on there. Yep, yep. Piece together, 500 motor. <laughs> yeah. uh, Crazy. 83 cylinder, 89 cases. Yep, yep. <laughs> Maybe had like a eighty-five Kickstarter on it. <laughs> oh man! Couple Mako parts here and there. Yeah. Oh, but it was fast, man. Oh man, that dude was—he was always consistent. Yep. That was one thing about him—he was very consistent. 
Yeah. And that's what it comes down to for yep. hill climb compare. I mean, just bottom line, consistent, yep. consistent, consistent. Yep. Be there week in and week out. Yep. That's what it comes to. And yeah, that's even... one thing about hill climbing too, where the hills aren't consistent at all. No, no. Nope. A different ball game every weekend. So it's, it's hard to be consistent if like certain guys jive with different hills and it's not like Supercross where it's basically the same, different dirt layouts, yeah, but yep. you know what you're kind of getting into every time. Yeah. Well, I yeah, guess people what... that do the, the circuit more, they, they know what they're getting into, but still the hills are all totally different worlds. Yeah, see, that's yeah. not a well-groomed motocross track. You know, each each run, each line is completely different from the, the, the second rider or the fifth rider, you know. Yep. And we go the same hills. The hill could be white roses different in June than it is in September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally different. So. Allentown's different from June to September. You get to September, it's rough and nasty, and yep, tore up. Yep, all the rocks are exposed, and <laughs> yep, in June they have it all groomed out for the winter, and it's nice and smooth, and yeah, well, as smooth as it can be. Yeah, I, 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 Freemansburg, I like it. It's a really, I like oh, that place. I always love Freemansburg too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it took me six attempts, I think, to get to the top of it in my early career. <laughs> I kept flipping oh. on the second jump. Oh, Freemansburg shit. is going to be different this year, right? That's what I heard. They're doing a little bit of work, Sean said. Cool. Yeah. A little bit of work. They're changing up different. the parking and stuff, so. Yeah, they said they were going to make the pits and stuff bigger and Yep. I mean, you know, it's it's the Every 20th century. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean uh, the rigs are getting bigger. I mean, shit. Look, did Dave Bear, Dave Perigo get a new rig? I'm not sure. Well, if he did and the rig that I'm thinking that I seen that he got <laughs> holy shit. Is it bigger yeah. than yours? Uh, yeah. I think he did mention he was getting a motor home. Well, he got a toter home with like a double stacker trailer. Right. Oh, geez. Yeah, and I'm talking bad to the bone. It's be- a beautiful rig. Oh, he you just know? planned on bringing everybody from Midwest with him in one <laughs> rig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got a guy that's interested in one of my uh, Roland Chassis uh, KTM 350s, and Dave may be taking it back to, to him back to the West Coast. So. You know, I was like, well, it looks like you're going to have enough room in that big rig. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like I say, man, it, it's it's the 20th, cent- 20th century. You know, the rigs are getting bigger. The You know, everything's getting bigger, yep. you know. Yeah. That was one thing that always surprised me going to these places for the first time and seeing some of the paddocks. And it's like, Jesus Christ, how do they expect these guys to to function out of here? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Um Freemansburg was one of them for sure. Yeah, like packing you guys in there like sardines. No, oh, yeah, that's and why then, we. Um, that's why we always get there so early, man. We, you know, you could you imagine us coming in on a Saturday or a Sunday, going, "Hey, man, <laughs> move, you guys, move vehicles." <laughs> yeah, you guys get there Sunday morning. You'd be parking out on the back nine somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's just not, just not feasible at all. That's now we're always, you know a day early and leave last ones out, you know, mm-hmm. you know, cause we know we're big and you, you gotta, you gotta accommodate 
what we got. <laughs> yeah. I think White Rose probably had one of the best ones. Yeah. As far as being flat and somewhat open, but still yeah. small. Yep, yep. And uh yeah, so they have room to expand. You go to the other side of the fence there and stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's room yeah. there at White Rose. Yep. Muskegon had a decent setup. Yeah. But I think Polk's Hole had probably the worst one. Yeah. They they me. Yeah. Great facility, but that pit area being all uneven and the hill and just Yeah. And it's hard on those big rigs too, man. You go yeah. pulling in there and trying to get up top or you know getting down there where uh, the waddells and all of us park at all the time with the rigs you know it's yeah, it's it's a pain in the ass yeah and if it rains there you're not getting up top in anything no no nope. not Seen at it. all nope i can remember being there a couple years and they'd have to like have some of the four-wheel drive truck just pull everybody's trailers up top yep. <laughs> wow we couldn't get up there with the vans or you know we all had conversion vans at that time yeah yeah i think the last time we were there well jack didn't your guys rig have to get towed out by the tractor at, that uh, someone else's? at white rose or where no at pokes hole no no uh-uh. i know he was pulling a few rigs around with the tractor the that last year 19 yeah no i don't think we i don't think we had to get pulled in or anything because we when we was there we pulled up top and parked right there on the gravel because and i told mike i said i ain't i'm not getting off this gravel i said we get off i said you better have a big dozer to pull us out (laughs) yeah 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 and that's when uh we got our awning and stuff about ripped off of our camper when the the tv guy pulled in at like 5 30 in the morning and woke us up and i was like holy cow you know like you're you're laying in the trailer you know and you got your awning open and big gust of wind comes and you it rocks the rocks the rig and you're like holy cow you know that's pretty big gust of wind i jump up and i'm like dude what are you doing he's like i'm trying to get in here man i said i said we mike told us to put our awning out so nobody could park here you know i said it's we're we're blocking this so nobody can get up in here, man. It's all muddy, and he's like, "Oh man, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And you know, it got taken care of, you know. But it's just besides the point. Five o'clock in the morning, you get woke up to some dude hitting your rig, and you're like, "What the hell just happened?" Yeah. <laughs> that That's was a, uh, seventeen. Was it seventeen? Yeah. Okay, I believe so. Okay, well. 17 or 19 or whatever <laughs> is that the, the 19 you were parked down below yeah you're right we were parked below on 19 yes yep. we were down there by Harold and them mm-hmm. yeah that was 17 you're right <laughs> yeah oh well yeah i remember having to deal with those tv guys all day too and because i was running the cameras for the tv yeah and they just expected me to like know how to run everything. They're like, "We're just here to set this thing up. You're gonna run it." And I'm like, "I am I've never fucking done this before. I don't know what I'm doing. You guys have to like sh- at least like show me what, show me the ropes, show me what to do." And they're like, "Well, you, to switch from camera to camera, you do this. They have the switchboard and stuff." And I'm like, "Well, how am I supposed to do that if I'm filming?" And then they're like, "All right, I'll stay up here and run the switchboard." Then I'm like, "Well." Thank you. I mean, thanks for the help. You're here. We're supposed to film the run, run down to the switchboard. Uh, It was. We were all on the. 
the deck with everything, but still, it was just like I can't uh, run the TV and the camera. You got <laughs> can't be at two places here. at once. <laughs> yeah. So that was a little little weird. The dude was like a monster truck driver. Really, the, the big guy Tony, oh. I think his name was. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, he was an amateur monster truck driver. That's cool. Amateur yeah, monster truck driver, huh? Yeah, apparently they have an amateur series at like fairgrounds and stuff. Okay. Like yeah. Else. We took Owen to one of those one time. It was Owen was just ecstatic, but he's a monster truck fan. Oh, who's not? Yeah, yeah right. Not <laughs> I want to drive one. <laughs> yeah, that, that's so on my bucket list right yeah. there. I want to rip a whole shot in a monster truck, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Screw just a whole shot. I want to launch one across the fucking jump. (laughs) Blast through a freaking vehicle or something. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Did you guys watch the body off of it? The first round of Atlanta Supercross. Yeah. Uh, The the backflip from the. They had that uh, exhibition. Yeah. Yeah. So dumb. (laughs) Yeah. That was the most underwhelming backflip I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that was kind of a very. how they how they had it set up it was kind of weird yeah the, the ramp wasn't built right for sure. no not yeah. at all i mean hell he pretty much backflipped and like landed on his front tires didn't he the back tires didn't even touch the ramp yeah it, yeah it was it, just it, boom all he did was smash into that wall with the front tires and it threw him into a backflip yeah yeah not not cool uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine going at one of those boxes and yeah i'm gonna hit this and do a backflip yeah, okay. <laughs> the no, stuff those you. guys do, like, they definitely have some screws loose. To, like, oh, yeah. Even Most old. definitely. Let's see how far we can jump this, you know, three ton truck. Or yeah. However much air, probably more than that. Fuck, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We, we met Todd LaDuke up here at the, um, indianapolis when they had monster trucks here man and he i was you know told him what we did and stuff and he's like dude i got some buddies that do that out west and i was like let me guess the petersons he's like how'd you know i was like i'm good friends with them he's like dude man it's so nice to meet you he goes i want to go back home he goes i'm gonna tell robbie and them i met you and i was like yeah go ahead dude i said me and robbie are pretty good friends and he was like dude that is so crazy that's small world i was like yep He's he's that that dude right there is cool. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. yeah. Any of them guys are cool. I think they're just good down home guys. And yep, just a motorhead like any anybody else. Yep, uh, they just have yeah. to learn to be showmen and stuff. Really, for that monster jam stuff. Exactly. That's it's the what main it's all key. About. Yep, that's yeah, all it's, it's sports, about. Like that's well, it's it's sports wrestling. It's wrestling with wheels, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's all for show. Monster yep. Jam is sports entertainment, you know? Yeah. Yep. Like, they have trucks in every city they go to. and It's not like the old days when they had to travel the truck everywhere. The truck's there for them, and they just really? show up. <laughs> yeah, I watch a thing. Like, they have, like, every city they go to, there's trucks there. Like, it's not the same truck. Like, there's regions. The trucks are in each region now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. I remember watching something, well, it was probably a few years ago now, too, where <clears throat> everyone just kind of travels together. All the trucks are yeah. all maintained by, like, the same shop, basically. Yep. Yeah, it's, like, same truck, and they're, like, regional, too, so they're not, like... But that's why uh, you'll watch, there'll be a Monster Jam in Indianapolis and one in Utah, and the same truck will be at the same at those two different ones on the same weekend. Yep. 
Yep. With a different driver. Right. But yeah, it's, it's sports entertainment, but it's cool and it's entertaining and I love watching Monster Jam. Oh yeah, it's such a cool yeah. cool atmosphere. <clears throat> yeah, I think they could just do away with the racing part and just do the destruction. I'd be happy. Yeah, yeah. just do the freestyle shit where they just tear the shit up. <laughs> yeah. That's what we want to see. Yep. Can you imagine the money that's dumped into that sport though? Oh my that's lord, crazy. man. Those that's freaking Oh man, I couldn't imagine building one of those and I mean, they're you doing know, millions of dollars of damage every weekend to these trucks. Yeah. I could just imagine, like, what one of those shocks cost. Oh. <laughs> one shock probably costs as much as our house, Jack. <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> and it's as tall as I am. <laughs> I always thought it'd be a good idea to kind of piggyback off the monster truck idea for, for hill climb, I think, would be the perfect sport for it. Not to make it fake. Yeah, obviously it'd still be real racing, but if you're going to get people across the the nation for a nation series, it'd be cool to have all the bikes kind of travel together. That's just one part of it. Obviously that may never happen, but the other thing would be to incorporate some of that, the sponsorships that they got, like John Kester could be like the Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. I almost. I mean, it sounds dumb, but I mean, Put some no, it makes enter- a lot of sense. Where's the sport going? And I, I mean, with the sport and it's, we're struggling to find the national to, sponsors to make it work. You know, why, why not jump bite off like the movies and stuff like that and have, you know, like the Venom and Spider-Man and yep, Batman and all that, you know, whatever. I mean, it, it sounds corny coming from, you know, we're trying to be professional, like motocross-esque, but. But kids love it. it. It's not working. And yeah. kids, you know, kids are like the biggest fans of monster trucks. So yep. I'm and sure. Kids are the biggest they, fans of the hill climbers, too. So exactly. Yep. It's hard to tell your kid no when he wants to go watch pro hill climb you know it's like well that's where we're going today then yeah i mean you go to monster truck yep and you look at the autograph session hill climbers you know 400 little kids from like two to 12 years old lined up for yeah you're not signing autographs for like the hell's angels yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh not that they go anymore don't be worried people yeah (laughs) Even if they do, they're there to watch the race just like you. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> oh. No, it's a, that, that's a different aspect and different take on it. I think that would really help. Yeah. It would be something different, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. And maybe not so much the Spider-Man thing, but you could bite off the idea. And I don't want to see, you know, like Monster Mutt Nitro Bikes or anything like that. You know, <laughs> With the dog tail. Yeah, I don't want to see none of that stuff. Like, I remember the guy that had the front fender that looked like a snake or something. And yeah. Just bugged the shit out of me. It's like, come on, dude. I'm well, that- sure he's a good guy and everything, but let's get real here. Well, how about you ever see some of the stuff over there in the Netherlands? Some of them guys, them club hill climbs they put on YouTube? I don't, I don't know if oh, I have. Oh, man, that guy's got like, he's got like a set of like boobies for a number plate. <laughs> I think I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing yeah, like a top hat that. glued to his helmet. And- yeah. 
if that starts happening, I'm out. But if the I'm sports, out. if the sports doing good because of it, then good for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not I do dummy. think that I do think that the sport should cater to the kids a little more. Yeah, definitely. I, I feel like that's where the money's gonna not the kids' money, but you know, getting the kids there brings the parents there who are gonna spend the money. Yep. And then the kids are gonna want the swag, you know, like yep. that's the, advertising one oh one right there, man. They want exactly. the, and the hats and the posters and whatever else little knickknacks you can make out of the deal, you know, like <laughs> yep. get replica toys made and stuff like that. There, yeah, that, that, that would be, be cool. The thing. I and think I was, that's where you're really going to make money at is the merchandise. Yep. yep. And I've always wanted to find someone that was like a video game designer and design a hill climb video game. Oh, that's yeah. so awesome. I always, that was one of my dreams too, man. I mean, I don't know if we'd sell, we wouldn't sell like super cross amount of copies. We'd sell a couple thousand. Yeah. How cool but, would it be to have a little figurine hill climb bike, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I know they, we all built those though. When we were kids. You bought yeah. the little, I you buy two of the them. bikes and you tear them apart and glue the swing arms together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there used to be that one that came with an extended swing Ex- arm. Yes, yes. A but friend of my, my a friend of mine so has dumb. a couple of them. They were really dumb, but but they had an extended swing still, arm, so it's still cool to see that we had it for a minute there. We had them. Yeah. But yeah, no, man. I like what I think what Jack's saying. You know, like it'd be cool to see like a replica nitro bike. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. Like, you know, you could buy your favorite rider's diecast bike. Like, you have a Supercross. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, <clears throat> you know, like yeah, my kids was... all have a Ryan Dungey bike that, you know, I bought them years ago. Yeah. You know, like yeah, Dungey and Stewart. I got a fortune in, though, all those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man, them little bikes. Jesus. <laughs> I just started buying up all the new Supercross toys that have been coming out, too. Have the, the Supercross video game toys? Uh, they're not video game toys. They're just, like... Just the, the figurines. The replica bikes. Yeah, I got yeah, the, the one-tenth scale yep. or 12th scale, whatever they are, 8th scale. Yep. I got the Barsha and Brayton one now. Yep. Nice. I My buddy, uh, you know, you've heard, obviously probably heard of Josh Greco, right? Uh, I think I've they, heard familiar. they call they call him who who the fuck is Josh Greco? Um, he he actually has a um, a figurine bike uh, just like his replica bike that he's been selling. No, okay, yeah, yeah he's I'm a sure buddy of mine. Get to a toy company, they'll make it for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a buddy of mine that comes up to our pit bike race that we had. So I know you can buy mini graphics for those bikes. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, yeah, it would be cool to see some merchandise come in, you know, once we get some more steam rolling here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I that think would that'd be, cool. be a, a big moneymaker for the sport. Yep. Yeah, I think well, it's a good revenue. It's a good too. revenue. It's a good revenue for us riders and, yeah. you know, all that. Yeah. You get the revenue. I think that thing good for sport. You got to bring some more well-known names in like Josh Hill or. Yeah. You know, we got uh, Pastrana. He's running. He's going to run an AFT race this year. I seen that. So, want someone put him on an extra nitro bike and let's bring him out and run a run a hill climb. Yeah. So you guys all obviously know Stank Dog. Yeah. Yeah. I've been talking to him a little bit about you know maybe coming out and seeing what he thought about it, and he's pretty interested. He's pretty interested in it. 
We got his gears turning at the Millville Nationals a couple years ago when yep. Jay had his bikes on display there. Yep. And he sat on it, and I got that picture of it and stuff. And nice. He he'd be he a good one for hill interested. climbing. He's buddies with Jake Aniston too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hill, hill climb would be a good place for him. He's a he's a little wild rider. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been I've been talking to him quite a bit here lately, well, and get him going, man. Yeah. Eat it in. You know, maybe he, Duffy will maybe Duffy will buy Strickler's bikes and he'll come out. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I don't think anybody wants to buy those at this point. But... <laughs> it's oh, a good man. starting point, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah, a starting that, point. It is. I mean, yep. you got to get new motors, but yep. yep. Crazy. Most of the cost is covered. Yeah, the bikes are built. They just need just need the power plant. Yeah. Yep. And most of it's there. Yeah. It's just got big holes in it. <laughs> yeah what what exactly happened you just fired him up at the house and and blew up or yeah i think he dropped a rod into one i really don't know either and i that forget sucks. i think the other one like a sleeve broke off or something that's awful yeah I, don't, I mean just just stupid shit that happens yeah yep yep oh i've had one blow up in my garage it's it's definitely not a cool thing they're never fun when they blow up nope mm-hmm. Not at all. Mm. That's nope. always always a mess and always scares the crap out of me. Yeah, it's scary. Especially After. if you're the guy on the starter. <laughs> uh yeah. That's a that year fun. that year that Jeff Thomas's bike blew up and like pretty much caught on fire and <laughs> left the crater in the ground. Yeah. My <laughs> buddy Jamie Wallace was the one that was running the starter cart and uh oh. his ears were bleeding. I bet that was holy cow. He said till this day, like right now, he still has like hearing loss in that ear. I bet that that thing went off that day. Yeah, it was bad. Like I think it cracked the windows in the trailer there at what at Freemansburg. Yep. Jeez. Yeah, it was it was worse than uh, Devin and Devin Swartz's at Pokes Hole. Yeah. Well, Devin's bike like went out. That one all went down. Yeah, it was just. Yeah, it blew everything out the bottom. Yep. And I mean everything. I think the crank was laying on the, you know, on the yeah, ground. It, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. That was one of the worst ones. Yeah, it's never good when one of those pop. No. No. Nope. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Devin's was definitely was bad. And I think Devin and one other kid caught shrapnel. Yeah. Yep. But that could have been so much worse with how many people were standing around there. I'm surprised more people didn't catch pieces. Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right, man. Luckily, it went into all the rigs and not people. Yep. Yeah. And just going off of how far it went into, like Jay's Tyloo rig. Oh man, like if that would have been somebody. That would have been bad. Oh yeah, my went, god! It went in and was in the trailer too, and just lodged in the side. It like laid inside, didn't it? Yeah, it was inside. Yeah, that's crazy. Same wow. with Dave's trailer. It went right through that um, uh, diamond plate. Jeez. See, that's like, I we always try to fire our bikes up when there's not really a whole lot of people around. Yeah. I mean, you it's know, hard I to just, do that, though. With we It is. We go in the pits all the time. There's Yep. When we're firing them up, people are there. But that's why yep. we usually fire us up around like 8, 9 o'clock in the morning when we get there. Yep. Yep. I, I could uh, I could see something getting implemented in the future with 
the new popularity here with like a hot box that you have to bring your bike to and fire or, it up. Yep. Or everyone's going to have to have their own hot box. Yeah. Type of a hot box to fire them in. I mean, so, it should be there already. Yeah. Realistically. Yep. It should. It should. Yeah, but uh, I mean, we yeah. have that for the running times. When you get up, you have to fire your bike in that certain, certain spot in line. Yeah. You know, put Jersey barriers up and stuff but, like uh, that. But I mean, when you're doing it in the pits, yeah, and you know, it's kind of just a free for all, and nobody else really knows what that you're about to fire up your bike or anything, and they're just walking around, and all of a sudden, bam! Like, wow, it's like a you know, dynamite like, freaking blowing up, man. Fifty yep. people are standing around that thing when it happened, and it's like, geez. yeah. Well, I mean, luckily for the most part, when you're firing them up, is if you follow the sequence right, you're not going to have an issue. Exactly. But there comes a time you make a human error, or nope. a lot of them is the, the pingo ignition switches was the problem for a lot of the blow-ups there for a while. Yep. They were, you know, not shutting off the current. Yep. That's why I always do a, a double safety. I have the switch, and I have the kill switch. Yeah, button. A lot of guys, like, we have a button, too. Yep. Plus the kill switch. I just, I feel a lot safer. I just, I don't know what it is. I just, I, it just makes me feel a lot safer with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and I'm as... not trying to uh, throw Devin under the bus by bringing this up again, you know? It's, yeah. No, happened. no. It's, it's, you know, it's not Devin's fault, but no, it, it happens know, to everybody. It was a, it's it the was most a good wake one. up call, you know? Uh, it's the only one I've ever experienced. So it's the only one I can relate to, but it's yep. an eye opener to, you know, how gnarly. Oh yeah, those things are, and if it's not done properly, it can be fatal. Yeah, yep. I, I've seen a lot of them. And, and Devin, Devin's very lucky that it didn't hurt him any worse than what he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, truly, you know, he was on the starter just starting it, you know, and that's just yeah. Yeah. he's lucky he had only got his hand. Yeah, he's very he's very lucky he's got his whole hand still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was mangled. Yeah, it was. It was very that's mangled. Very do you remember like a couple years ago when all the guys on the starter cart were supposed to wear chest protectors? Yeah. When they were starting them, that's because uh, Farnsworth was up testing the Triumph that he bought. Yeah. Up in Munson, and he was starting, and it went off. Wow. And a chunk of the cylinder hit him square in the sternum. Really? Yeah. And like sent him to the hospital, like it stopped his heart for a minute and stuff. And Holy cow. Yeah, like it didn't puncture anything, but it was that much force, you know, like force, it was a, yeah. a baseball. And that's why they implemented that chest protector rule for a while. Wow. And then I kind of think it's still there, but I don't think anybody wears chest if, protector yeah. anymore. Probably one of those things if you feel, you know, if you want feel like you want to wear it, wear it. If not, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, if, if anyone's still running a starter without that metal plate on there, you're crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, we, don't, do we, we don't. We <laughs> don't. Yeah, we don't have them on there, and which you know, oh, I think I I personally think that they should have it. Yeah, you know, but it is what yeah. it is. That's sketchy. I mean, we don't have it, but and two. I mean, like, starting them is almost as gnarly as riding them. Oh yeah, starting them is the <laughs> yeah. It's the most nerve wracking part of the whole thing. It, it is, man. It's uh, my, my brother won't even start them. Like he's like, no, no, I I don't want no part of that. No, he. I'm like, dude, start your bike. No, uh-uh. Like, you sissy. Well, that's what's nice with the Triumphs and stuff, the way they're set up in the case with that hex that holds the starter. Yeah. Like, you just put it in, you can hold that starter with one hand, and you can, you can the guy in the starter can lean over the seat. Nice. He doesn't have to be, you know, 
white knuckle in that starter to keep from turning over on him. Yeah, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So he's up out of the way, and just your legs are in harm's way. Yep. I'd probably hire a robot to start mine. <laughs> <laughs> you would, Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, Johnny if, Five. if everything, have you do everything correctly, it, there's exactly. not going to be an issue. Nope. But there's always that one time where you don't blow it out long enough or yep, someone gets in a rush and hits the wrong switch. Yep. You know, all it takes is yeah. turning the fuel on before or, you know, the ignition yep. on before you have fuel. Yep, exactly. Yep. <coughs> yeah, you no, don't want no. fuel before the fire. <laughs> no. and, and the Briggs did that one year. Yeah. They, they got in a rush and like something happened. The bike shut off or something. Mm-hmm. And they blew it out and never turned the fuel off. Oh my gosh. So they had it spinning and hit the you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Terrible. And it, it just and it was no fault of their own. They just got in a rush. Yep. Yeah. That's that's you know, when you get rushed, that's when I'm like, all right, slow down. We're not in no damn hurry here. Slow this is this is a dynamite. I mean, literally. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you have you have fifteen minute time clock. Take it. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's kind of part of the problem with that fifteen minute hold. Then, kind of, then don't you think if it's putting you in a rush and it, it well, in like amplifies the pressure. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in that situation, those guys were they were in a rush, like it shut down on their two minute hold. Yeah. Because you have two minutes to get the bike fired in the hole and take off. Yeah. Technically, if you don't do that all within two minutes, Rob can come over and pull your kill strap and your ride's yep. done. Wow. And I think it should be probably a little bit, you know, give you a little more time than that. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, it all works. I mean, it works to be about two minutes. Everybody starts and yep. gets in there. So, yep, yep, but it is. Something goes wrong in the time you have that 15 minutes. Yep. Take it, use it cool down make yeah. sure everything's right yep and go back in yep that's that's one thing i can say we've never we've never been on a 15 that i me personally have ever been on 15 yeah so i mean good. we've yep. done it and had it already oh and yeah phil was riding the the beamer one year white rose after todd's accident in the spring and he crashed it on the first ride and the second ride we went down and I went to spin it over the wrench and the motor was locked tight. Oh, shoot. I couldn't spin it with a wrench. So we went on a 15 minute hold. And Phil talked about this during his episode where we went back and in 15 minutes, we basically prepped an entire motorcycle. Yeah. That wasn't ready. It was in a trailer, needed fuel, needed oil, gear change, suspension change. Wow. Everything. Like we prepped it for the day in 15 minutes. Well, when you got a team, you know, that, that knows what position and what to do, you could do it. Yeah. Well, that's where I was lucky with you know, Phil. We have, there was five of us. Yep. You know, Phil was doing his part, dad, me, Kevin, and we all just took a part and did it. Yep. Yep. You do this, you do that, and yep. we're good. For sure. But that's where it comes with it. That 15-minute hold is great for, for avoiding those catastrophic startup incidents yep for sure which thankfully are very few and far between oh yeah yeah yeah. there's very you know i know that my brother popped one there at tennessee 
which wasn't really, you know, that big of a bang. Thank yeah. God, you know, but yeah. yeah. And a lot of times when they're when they're already running, if they go off, it's not really that bad. They just yeah, just a kind of a pop, and it's done. Yeah, or they lock up, or yep, you know, just a normal like a normal engine. But it's a startup where it's dangerous. Yep, exactly. Yeah, when you overload them cylinders with some nitro and you put some fire to it, it it's yeah, it's deadly and it's combusted and it's about to <laughs> get real. It's it's bad. Yeah, it is very bad. I hydro locked one one day. Oh wow! When we first built my triple, we hydro locked it when we were starting it up. When we first put it on fuel. Yep. Had a leaky injector, <sighs> and I just I hit the starter, and it just it folded all three rods. Oh man! Never even had ignition to it. Oh man, that's terrible. It just crushed them, turned them into pretzels. Wow! And snapped the crank in three places. Holy cow. Yeah, I guess one of the cylinders just loaded with fuel. Mm. Yeah, that's lucky there was no fire to it and yeah. Freaking that would have been bad. Yeah, it would have been bad if it didn't do that and it started spinning over that leaky injector. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. There would have been fuel laying somewhere. Well, that was God, you know, saying, Hey, <laughs> do this and not that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. So that was a $4,000 incident. Mm. A a (laughs) boo-boo. Yep. And it never even ran, never fired up. Mm. That's awful. Well, it's just like what, when we bought our 600, you know, brought it home. I took Dan the motor and stuff because it had a transmission gear broke in it. Mm -hmm. So uh, got it back, same day, fired it, got it in the garage, put it back all together. Went and fired it up, sitting there running literally seven minutes. And I went over to, you know, once it got warm and stuff, and I went over to kind of crack the throttle a little bit, just let her see how it sounded. And I hit it one or two times and pow, it let go and freaking blew number two and number four. And yeah. dad, dad just had his face down there by the motor looking at it, you know, and he's, you know, checking over everything and stepped back. And soon as it did, man, it freaking let go. I mean, we were inside the garage of my house and. Oh, that's an even louder bang. Oh yeah. And there was metal pieces everywhere. I mean, it, it was, it was scary. That's <laughs> really rare. They let go that bad when they're running. Yep. Well, come to find out, you know, there was some bad maintenance, um, and it had some nitro set in it, yeah. and the motor. The uh, what had happened was, is the pistons, the piston ring seized in the in the cylinder, and it stuck it. And then it just number two and number four let go, broke, snapped the rods right off at the at the bottom of them. I, I hang okay. those are those are hanging over my rearview mirror and my dually for <laughs> reminders. <laughs> Don't ever do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that wasn't on our fault, you know. We bought the bike and brought it home, and was all you know excited to get it and f- fresh to the the nitro. And you know, when we got it, you know, Dan was like, "Yeah, the motor looks good." You know, took it all apart, didn't see nothing wrong, and stuck a ring in number two and number four, bud. And it, pow, yeah. there goes that motor. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, the kid that you bought that bike from, like, he bought it and was really yep. good in the 450 class and wanted to move up. 
Yep. And really knew nothing about the nitro and had no one Mm-mm. really to help him. Or if they didn't no, he help didn't. him, he didn't listen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I think Tiger did try to help him out a little bit. Yep. Yep. That's what Tiger said. <clears throat> but, you know, it is it is what it is, man. You know, I, I'm glad that I was able to get that bike. That bike's got a lot of memories with it. And yep. it's, you know, Tiger rode it. A lot of, a lot of people rode that bike. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people rode that bike. That bike's yep. been around for a while. Yep. And I, I gel with it, man. I, I really, it, when I got it, I, man, I just, it, it felt really good to me. Yeah. Just about anybody's ridden that bike said they gelled with it. So, yep. Just the way it was built was built very well. Yeah. And that, that was one of Tebow's there, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, that or, um, one of Dave's old ones. I'm not really for sure. I've, I've actually got the big brother of it now. So I got a, I got a big boy now. Oh boy. Yep. Yep. Can't wait to break that one out. <laughs> you going to go try and clear the whole hill down at Devil's Staircase this year? <laughs> well, yes, you, he is. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't count our eggs before they hatch, you know. <laughs> but. Definitely, definitely got the horsepower now when we break that one out. So I'm pretty excited to ride that one. Yeah, I want to see you send it. Yeah. See, I I think a hill that needs to come back, and it's I hated this place with a passion, and that's Elkhart. I really think that should be back on the circuit. Really? I just think it's a hill that's... It's it's a rider hill. It's a rider hill, and and we have... I really hate Uh, to say it because you and I both are the caliber guys that are riding now are way better than the guys that are riding in the late nineties and early two thousands. Exactly. You're 100% right. I mean, it was you and me were in that era too, but we were the beginning of that guys that did more than hill climb. Yep. Uh, Yep. Yep. You're exactly uh, right. There was great riders in that era and guys that can still be competitive now, but a majority of the guys were hill climbers and that's all they did. That's all they ever did. They didn't experience moto, you know, any, any things that we do now, you know, Yeah, because we, we came in at the tail end of that 70s, 80s era guy. Yep, for sure. You know, that we're drinking and bare knuckle fighting the Saturday before the hill climb. <laughs> yep, oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Them guys were crazy, man. Oh yeah, didn't give a shit. Nope, <laughs> they didn't. Not at all, man. I just ran it. Remember Alan Hoskins? Oh, Alky? fucking Alki? Oh yeah, was I just he, seen him. Yes, he was at Cayuga this weekend. Man, I haven't seen that guy in probably twenty some years plus, man. And oh, I man. seen him. He was standing way over there, and I'm standing there with Owen on the line, and I seen him, and I'm like, Alan Hoskin. And he read my. He just read my lips, and he's like, "What the hell are you doing, boy?" <laughs> I said, "Oh, here with my boy, you know, racing." And he's like, "Oh my lord!" He said, "That bring that right there." Brings back so many memories of your dad standing there with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And no, Pulver runs that club. Yep. Yep. Pulver was a good guy by Alki, and he was fun to watch. Oh, man. That dude was an animal. He is is such a good dude. But I mean, how old? He's like, he was in his 40s then, wasn't he? Yeah, he's uh he's my dad's age, sixty two. I was about to say he was he was older, you know, when he was out running the pro stuff. Yeah, and he was a good fast rider, very fast. Yeah, he was. He had that 
yep, took that, that 540. CR, that 540 and put it in that custom frame and yep. old steel Yamaha tank and stuff on it. And yep. He, he always had really nice, clean-looking <clears throat> 540s. Yeah. Yep, like Pulver always did. Him and Pulver always ran together. Ran yep. together. Yeah. Pulver always kept his looking like a, you know, a show bike. bike. Yeah. Yeah. Alki made his look like some vintage thing or, you know. Yep. Winners take all bike at the end there, that American <laughs> flag bike. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, hell. That's some a good movie. old memories. Yep. Yeah. That's kind of how it was back then. A lot of bikes looked like show bikes. Yeah. Yeah. They really put a lot of pride and joy into those. Yep, yep. a lot of a lot of chrome, a like, lot of nickel. Yeah, yep. Gary Waddell's open bike or Triumph back in the day. Oh, yeah, man, that thing's beautiful. beautiful. Man, yeah, that thing was just immaculate. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then obviously Phil Ibharts are pretty dialed too. Yep. Oh, I mean, yeah. You could eat. You could eat dinner off of those things. Yeah. <laughs> And drop it on the seat and be like, oh, it's clean. It's okay. (laughs) Five second rule. Yeah. Coming from the guy that drinks nitro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's going to stick with my, that's going to stick with me for the rest of my life. (laughs) Yeah. Well, (laughs) oh, hell. Hell, I'll do it again. Screw it. (laughs) That's what I like about you, Jack. Yep. Oh, well. No more balls That's than me. Not... I've always wondered what it tasted like, but <laughs> it just makes your tongue a little tingly. That's I, I, it. I couldn't get past the smell and the way it burnt my nostrils when you smell it. So. <laughs> I love it, man. That's oh my god. He puts I, it on I, his pancakes. That's right, bud. That's my syrup. <laughs> <laughs> now here was it? Was that mixed or, or pre-mixed? What's did have, that? Did you have PO in there? Uh yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, it was ready oh. to go. Yeah, it was prop and everything. Oh man, yeah, it yeah, made your lips you uh, numb. Smell that just knocks you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I have yeah. tasted already when we've had the the old carburetor days when you yeah. used to have to blow through the blow through the carburetors and stuff to get it out, and you get a little bit on your lips. Then, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, make you very very numb for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, turn them blue and stuff. So, yep. <laughs> So I, mean, I have tasted it, but not like Cody though. I didn't take a swig of it or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're exaggerating, but still funny. Oh <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yep. Can't be Good any times. worse than some of that West Virginia moonshine. No, yeah. <laughs> that's probably pretty similar. <laughs> pretty, I guarantee if you dump some moonshine, it'd probably run on it. <laughs> probably would. <laughs> we've been fi- we've been trying to find some probe. I might just use some moonshine. <laughs> yeah, I heard there's a an issue shortage. With probe yeah, right there's now. been there's been a shortage of it for a while. Yep, yep. yep. The natural stuff's been gone for a long time. Oh yeah, you can only get that synthetic crap. Yeah, like the propylene oxide. Yep. Yeah. We got it. We got some right now, but we're we're gonna have to be getting some, and hopefully, uh, we get the hook up here pretty soon and get yeah. some. I think Phil still got like two gallons. Yeah, yeah, that's what he was saying. We was talking to him about getting yeah. some. Yeah, and that's you know that's about three years worth. Really? Yeah, it depends. It depends how much. With only running one bike now, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Only running one fuel bike. Yeah, Phil. It'll take him a while to burn through that. Yep. Now, when we were running, we were running five bikes, and we were 
we'd go through a two gallons a year. Oh yeah, yeah. My brother's bike freaking drinks the nitro. Holy Does cow, it? that thing! Oh my god. It, yeah, my my triple did too. Man, it, I just don't understand why though. It's crazy. That low speed setup too high. Ah, man, I don't know. It, we've we've done everything to it, and it just it we've just Dan cannot figure it out. It just does drinks it, the fuel. Does it burn it, or is it just wasted out the pipe? Uh, no. I mean, at first it does, but once it gets warm, it doesn't. But man, it's it it just drinks the fuel. Okay. Like my tripper was set up at an idle. It looked like you had a spigot turned on at the exhaust. Yep. Pipe. Yep. That's what it, it just, does when it, yeah. It just pouring out of there the whole time till it yep. went to the high speed circuit. Yep. And then it burned it all up. Yep. That's pretty much how Cody's is. It's, it's, it's like a water spigot turned mm-hmm. on. And then as soon as it gets warm and goes that high, and then it's, it's fine. But when he runs a run and comes back down, there's, very very little in the tank huh yeah i mean it'll burn a whole tank of nitro in no time which is a thirsty bitch that's all oh yeah it loves the fuel (laughs) (laughs) yep all right colby you got any more questions for jack (sighs) i think we're good for now i think so we've hit the two hour mark so yeah cool oh uh, what's for breakfast on sunday morning breakfast on (laughs) sunday morning well, my mom's normally uh, up and at it and cooking biscuits and gravy and some, you know, for the side, you know, we've got a little nitro shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell, yeah. if I buy that right. Pan America before then, I'll have to be out there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Dude, that thing's fun. You should have waited like a year till that thing came out, Build Hill Climber out of a jack. Oh, man, that thing's so yeah. cool looking. Oh, dude, you got to ride it. I bet. Yep, pretty That's excited. My, my dream to start a hill climb team with the Pan American motor. <laughs> it, it definitely has it in the motor department. That variable valve timing, it has power everywhere. Oh, I bet. That, it's a beautiful looking bike. Yeah. Like I had it lugged. I was in like fifth gear and just grabbed the handful when it stood itself up. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Like I was on a hill, you know, it was coming yeah. up a crest of the hill, but like I just grabbed Still. a handful in, in fifth gear, you know, like chugging like yeah. 2,500 RPM and just pulled it on and it just came up. Yeah. Like no problem. Yep. Just slowly crept itself up over the top of the hill and it was awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yep. No. So I, I want to bring this up, you know, so, so every episode you guys always talk about the whole, um, Harold Waddell the gasser <laughs> episodes and stuff, you know, yeah. um, we went out to Tracy, California one year and, uh, we were out there riding and everything raced out there for, at the Tracy race and hanging out and dad and Thomas and all them go back to the hotel. And I stayed back with, uh, Jamie and Waddell and all them. And Waddell had this Nissan Maxima car, four door rental car. And, uh, we're cruising back to town and Harold's driving, you know, and when you go into town, you come out of the, out of the canal or the, the big Canyon there, you go across this roto tracks and we're talking about it. And I was like, Harold, you ain't got the balls to hit that dude. He hit that thing so fast, jumped in railroad tracks in that car 
And I swear to God, I thought we lost the hoe underneath of that car. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Harold, I hope this car is not in your name, dude. And he's like, well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't good, man. <laughs> yeah, we had, we, we, I've, I got a lot of good stories with Harold. That, that dude's so much fun to hang around with. Yeah, I, sure. I bet. Oh my gosh. Do you have more Harold stories or uh, rooster stories? Um, man, I, I, I'm, I could tell you some stories about rooster. That's, that would blow your mind, man. That dude's, I'm, sure I'm telling you right now, incriminate him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, this one time he's, he's a crazy driver. That dude is, I, I don't get in a car too many times with people and not be scared. And I got in a truck with that sucker and I was scared to death. <laughs> and you know, he's, he's from Niles, Michigan. His family like owns half of the town there and he's freaking field hopping from one field to the another. And we're jumping across the road and in this Z 71 truck that he had. And I'm like, dude, Anthony, we're going to jail. He's like, nah, man, we're good. This is my family's field, you know? And, we're jumping across the road. We got like six people in this truck and he's all over the place. And I'm like, Anthony, I don't think you should be driving, man. He's like, no, I'm good, dude. I, I know everybody here. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> We're all going to jail. <laughs> he is one crazy dude. Back in the day, he's more mellow now, but holy cow, that dude's one crazy sucker. I I remember. I, oh, I never yeah. got in a vehicle with him, but well, you're, lucky. Him enough. We're, you're lucky because we was up at Muskegon or somewhere and he's like, man, come on back to the house with me, man. I was like, all right, you know, not thinking, you know, shit. Craig told me, he's like, man, you better, you better be careful getting in the vehicle with him. He's a crazy driver. Yeah. He wasn't <laughs> lying. Holy cow. I mean, we, I don't, I don't think we, we spent more time in the field than we did on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, I, yep. always, I always remember the the time we were at that the banquet here in um, Harris over by King's Island. Oh yeah, uh, at Grantville the the banquet that year, and I know we might have been what nineteen twenty years old. Uh huh. And we're all in the fucking room, and the smoke alarm goes off. <laughs> and me and oh you, yeah, me and you run outside, and Anthony's in there fanning the fucking smoke detector with the with the towels with the, with the towels, thinking it yeah. was our room that set it off. Yeah, <laughs> you're like Anthony. It's not our room. <laughs> and it was some other drunk ass hill climber that pulled the fucking alarm. <laughs> yes, yes, I remember that. Oh my god, <laughs> we're outside. Like we didn't do nothing. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, good old days, man. Oh. I mean, we had to kind of think it was that room. I don't think we could see each other in that room at that point. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> I don't even know who else was in there. I just know the three of us were. Yeah. Hell, I, that must that probably that time that I, I met them girls at the restaurant with Thomas and Mark swimming them and they they were like, Man, tell me the next time you guys are in Pennsylvania. We'll come up and meet with meet meet up with you guys and you know, there was a carload of girls, you know, and they come back and meet with meet up with us and next thing I know this girl's coming back home with me and yeah. <laughs> Them were the good old days right there, bud. Is that the one that went out to Dayton to see you? And I Yes. She like lived like ten miles from me. Yes, yes. She drove all the way to Dayton, Ohio. 
and then drove from Dayton, Ohio to my house and then stayed here for like two or three days and then drove. She goes, well, I got to go back home. Drove all the way back <laughs> oh to Pennsylvania. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. She's like, she was in so much in love with me and she had a daughter and stuff. And she's like, she's like, you need to move out here. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I, <laughs> I live in Indiana. <laughs> I'm going to stay in Indiana. But that was all that, that, that whole incident right there was all on Mark swim <laughs> because we were sitting there eating dinner at that restaurant one night. And all of a sudden he looks over and he's like, do you know who this guy is? And the girls are like, looking at him like, no, I no idea who this dude is. He's like, this dude is a professional hill climber. You should get to know him. <laughs> Next thing I know, we're out in the trailer talking and they're getting my phone number and next thing i know this girl's meeting us at the next hill climb and next thing i know she's going home with me and yeah <laughs> i'm like oh shoot man what have i got myself into oh nice. hell yep good old days but now you know i settled down got me an awesome wife and couldn't couldn't do anything without her man she's the best yeah, you do have a pretty cool wife. Yep. 15 years. Oh, God damn. Been married. Crazy, it seemed that long, but, you know, <clears throat> she she's the backbone of, of me, especially because I guarantee if <laughs> I don't know where I'd be at if it wasn't for her. <laughs> God damn, I thought I'm working on my sec, my longest relationship ever, and it's going on six years, man. <laughs> Hell, the first girl I was with, I was with her for eight and a half years, and I thought I was going to marry her, and and then you know some stuff happened, and you know yeah. life goes on, and been down that road. Yep, high school sweethearts. Oh yeah, yep. I met Amanda. I, you know, me and Amanda went to school together through high school, and middle school, and I told her sister one day I seen her, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna marry your sister one of these days," and she's like, "No, nah, you're just." You're just blowing smoke, you know. And I said, "No, I said I'm, I'm serious. I, she's gonna be my wife one of these days." And sure enough, here we are, 15 years later. Damn, that's <laughs> wow. awesome. Yep. That's she's awesome. like, Jack. I thought you were kidding. I was like, No, I'm I'm dead serious. I I, I was gonna marry her. <laughs> yeah. Oh hell. I wish I'd have met this one 15 years ago. Oh yeah. Hell, man. I could. I I couldn't. Man, Amanda's been so awesome, dude. She hell, she bought my. She's the whole reason why I was racing. Uh, went to a four stroke because for the for, for the longest time, I always owned uh, owned two strokes and and uh, rode those all my life. And I got with her and I started racing woods and stuff. And and then out of nowhere, she bought me a brand new two fifty F an 06 uh, Honda two fifty F for my birthday. And I was like, "Yep, Damn. she's a keeper." Oh, damn, that's when you know they're a keeper. They buy you a bike. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. She bought me a brand new, I mean, went to the dealership, bought it, had it delivered to the house, and yeah, I was like, holy shit. Damn, I knew she was cool, but I didn't know she was that cool. Yeah, and then that <laughs> that following year in 07, I, I won uh, the Ironman at, over here for the GNCC race over here. I won it the following year on that bike. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It don't get any cooler than that than a girl that buys you a motorcycle. Oh no, no, man. She's <clears throat> she's something else, I'll tell you that. She's she's definitely 
150% on my side at everything I do, you know, motorcycle. I mean, she, she, she loves it. You know, sometimes it's hard, it's hard to find a person to be, you know, compatible. You know, she, she's a horse. She loves horses. That's all she ever grew up doing is riding horses and rodeo. And then, you know, and then we get together and not like two totally opposites. I'm over here in high school driving an S10 with 20 inch wheels and all, all G'd out and everything. And she's over here driving a big four wheel drive truck and shit. And <laughs> I'm like, yep, that's my wife right there. <laughs> yeah. 15 years later, we're married, you know? So it's kind of cool. That's oh, awesome. That is yep. awesome. Then we got little fireball Owen, you know, he's, he's an animal. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I actually just watched that video of him hill climbing. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. 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 That hill looks fun as hell. Too. It it really is. That's a really, and and how they started is a new thing for them. They they actually started across the creek, uh, on the oh, yeah yeah. On, I that. Yeah, and they got a big huge. It's it's a huge double. Uh, a lot of those guys wasn't hitting it. We had a guy hit it last night, and man, he took a he took a doozy. He took an ambulance ride, broke his oh, sternum. Oh yeah, he broke his sternum and. Broke a few ribs and yeah, he 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 crashed pretty hard. Yeah. Yo, he did the old yard dart right into the face of that jump, man. And Ooh. oh, yeah, it was awful. It was bad. Yeah, I grew up. I grew up riding that hill. Shit, it's like an hour and forty five minutes from here, and we grew. Up, we was there every weekend when they had an event, and I grew up there. Hell, I took baths in the creeks and stuff right there at the bottom of that hill. Yes. Oh. Hell, that's always no the best. Stranger to that. Oh yeah, yep. We were talking about that stuff last night. You know, it's just crazy. <laughs> yep. One about seven mm-hmm. there. So, all right. all right. Well, Jack, thanks for being on the show, man. That was a that was a fun, just reminiscent episode. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Went by quick. Yeah, yep. that went by real quick. And I, I want to also bring something up. Uh, October 15th, if you guys uh, stick around after the Devil Staircase, we're having a we, – we host a, a, pit bo- a pit bike race at our house. Um, last year was the first annual race that we ever had for uh, breast cancer awareness. And uh, we're going to have another one this this year again in October, right the weekend mm-hmm. after Devil Staircase. So – Anybody wants to come over and hang out and camp, and we got definitely enough room for everybody to come and hang out and ride some pit bikes and drink some beer and have a big bonfire. Um, so, you put do you have some a class guy suspension on it. What'd you say, Colby? Do you have classes for like the bigger pit bikes? Like uh, I got one of them uh, CR one fifties. Is it like an air cooled one? It's not the moto one. It's yes. Yeah. The- oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Cool. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. It's a cool. It's a fun, dude. It's so um, everything's doable. I mean, I ju- I jump everything on my little KLX one forty three that I got. It's a oh, lot of fun. Man. I'll rip a pit bike. Oh yeah, I got three of them. Actually, I got four of them. I just picked up another uh, Yamaha TTR one ten. You're hoarding them. <laughs> oh, dude, I got. <laughs> you see my garage? We're 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 dirt bike poor. We got four four fifties. <laughs> <laughs> four t uh uh 110s i mean we're yeah we're we're dirt bike poor that's the best kind of <laughs> poor that. there is to be though yep 
So that's the weekend after? Uh, yes, the weekend after. It'll be on a Saturday night. Damn. Yep. I might have to try and make it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You, I mean, I, more the merrier, man. We, we had like 250 people here last, last year. Holy cow. Yeah. Riders or just people? Spectators. We probably had 80 riders at least. Holy moly. Yeah, it was a good time. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I was going to try to talk to Adam Bailey and them and see if they wanted to come and hang out and do like a, a live feed, you know, kind of thing. And we try to I, – I was thinking about maybe raising the money this year for um, like the Rider, uh, Rider Down Foundation or something like that to donate back to them. So we'll see, see what we can come up with. Yeah, come up with something. That's a good idea to have, Jack. Yeah, I always like to, you know, try to do the best we can to give back to the sport. And it's a struggle, man, for guys that get hurt and pay bills or, you know, just anything, you know. It's 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 rough out there. Really? Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yep. It's a life changer. Oh, yeah. Yep, for sure. You know, just like a buddy of mine, Lucas Grounds, 15 years old, was out enjoying his day and on an enduro um, sport bike and uh, come across the covered bridge and uh, was crossing it. You know how they lay the, they lay those boards across on the old covered bridges. His tire kind of went in between the board and he lost control of the bike, crashed it. And when he crashed, he slid across the bridge and it crushed him. The bike in the force of the bike uh, slid him up against the post and uh, he's paralyzed from pretty much from the waist down now. Uh, yep. Devastating. Yep. Good, good kid. I mean, won several, several national championships in the GNCC and, you know, it's a, it's a 15 years old, you know, to life changing situation there. Big time. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. But so. doesn't have to pull him out of his passion for riding. We learned from a lot of guys in the, oh, in yeah. the adaptive riders now. Yep. Well, you know, he's Danny Beard. he's actually yeah, Danny Beard, all them. So, you know, he's he's actually ventured mm-hmm. off and uh, he's bought him a couple of uh midget cars. Okay. Or, uh, I'm sorry. Is it the midget dad? So I think he's he bought some midget cars with okay. the little four cylinder gas motors and stuff on yep. them and so he's uh he's ventured off to that and he's got all the hand controls and all that stuff now and he's uh trying to get his, his feet wet in that and Oh, you know, he's going to do he'll he'll do good, man. He's he's very very competitive and a really really good-spirited kid. Good. Good for him. So, he's not letting it get him down. Oh, no, man. You couldn't honestly, you know, you sit and say, "Man, it's it's just devastating that it happened to him." And honestly, it couldn't have happened to a better kid. Like he is so good-hearted, good-spirited about it. Never, you know, it's not a, a dull moment around him. You know, he, he's actually the one that designed my graphics and stuff for our gas gases. Okay, cool. So, yeah, right it's kind of cool. Awesome. Yep. He's a gladiator. Yeah, he's he's a good kid, man. It's just devastating, you know. And I, I like to, if we when we do have that pit bike race, I'd like to, you know, donate to something like that, you know, the Rider Down Foundation or just just anything like that. 
Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so hopefully something help out help out other riders and stuff. Yeah, so hopefully hopefully we can get a bunch of uh, all of our hill climb guys to come over and maybe hang out. I know it's kind of a a week there in between, you know, but you know they'll then come over and camp for free or you know do whatever, you know. Got plenty of hotels close by, and hopefully we can get some people to come and enjoy and just hang out. Yeah. Yep. Don't donate to it. yeah. Donate to a good cause. Sounds good. Yep. Let's try and make it out there. Yep. If I got any money left over from going to the nationals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, just like that. You know, we could you know maybe come up with something, do a pit bike race, and donate to to the the amateur nationals to help somebody you know do the same thing. Yeah. So, see what we can come up with. All right. Well, Jack, let's let you go. Owen's probably in bed. I don't know. He might still oh, be yeah, he, around. Uh, well, he's probably in the house, you know, giving mama hell right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just come out here and opened the door and told me to get in the house. <laughs> I will go to bed, Dad. Get in the house. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. My, mine keeps opening the door here and <laughs> peeking in. Yep. Well, man, it was good talking to you guys and I like being on the show and can't thank you guys enough for what you guys do for the sport and, and for all the little guys and looking, looking for forward to uh, many, many more years to racing and giving back. And, you know, sounds good. I'm looking forward to seeing you race for many more years. Oh yeah, definitely. Seeing you out there tearing it up. Yep, looking for that championship hopefully this year and Pulling being consistent. It, yep. yep. Get it? A lot of tough competition. You guys are going to have a battle royale this year, man. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Everybody's yeah. everybody's coming in on their game, it looks like. so. Yep, yep, for sure. Everyone's fired up and ready. Yep. Yeah, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, Jack. For sure. You guys have a right. good evening, and thanks for having me on. All right. Thank you. Thank you, yep. Jack. Yep. See you All guys. Right. Later, man. Later on, buddy. All right. Wow. That went pretty good for a, a last minute guest. Yeah, that went really good. I like talking to Jack. It's always yeah, fun. Yeah, Jack's awesome. And good him, people. Yep. All we, the Masons are. Yeah, they are. We started our pro career together and stuff. And I can remember back when me, Jack, and D-Hart were the, uh, the young guns on the circuit. Yeah. When we were the under 20 crew. <laughs> <laughs> And everybody was in their 40s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we're the guys pushing uh, 40s and everybody's in the under 20 crew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's not a whole lot in between. No, not really. Couple... Although I think uh, Jay might Are be you... doing more this year than we initially thought. That's, that's what it looks like a little bit. Yeah, I think he's going <clears> to, <throat> I don't know, maybe do the full series. We'll see. That'd be cool. It'd be nice. That's another uh, another big name to push it in there. That that open mm-hmm. class is going to be stacked. Yeah. I mean, the twins exactly. class is too, but that open class is really going to be stacked. Yeah. You're, you're up to 10 guys that could win on any weekend. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's going <clears> to <throat> be good. I'm excited to see it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I need to get on here and 
go to AMA and get my license, though, or I'm not have to pay to get into the first race. Yeah, it was super easy. I got my media credential the other day. I filed for it on a Monday and got it on Friday. Good. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to file for mine. I'm going to get a crew credential because I talked to Rob about doing the media credential because I'm doing this and didn't plan on doing a whole lot with Phil and the team. Mm-hmm. But he's like, you know, you can't help out if you have that crew credential. I'm like, oh. So, yeah, I'll just get my regular credential in case I need help. Gotcha. Even though well, better get it. I got to get on there and do it. I'm just, I procrastinate things. I put things off too much. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. <clears throat> and I'm so busy with work and, and this. I always forget. And it's really bad. I'm on this computer every night. All I got to do is go to the website. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just too busy on other websites. Get on it. I need to do it. Now, we he talked about that about. Harold and stuff, I just looked up on my episodes and stuff and how the show was doing. And where to go here? Our Harold Waddell episode is the most downloaded episode we've had. It doesn't surprise me. 316 downloads for Harold Waddell. He passed Earl Bowlby this week. Wow. He's been trailing in second or third behind Earl and Tiger, and he just passed them both this week. Well, so people are going into the archives. So. Yep, that's good. Awesome. And we are at yeah. 4,863 total downloads for the show since we started this thing. Awesome. So I'm guessing that's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad, especially for our sport. Yeah. You know, we have a very, very niche audience, so. But it seems everybody loves their show and loves what we're doing. I always get good feedback from everybody. Yeah, it was uh, about time for a podcast for Hill Climb. So. Yeah. Not that uh, Matt wasn't already doing it, but, you know. Man, but is Matt more... isn't directly Hill Climb only. Exactly. So it's cool to have something for us. Yep. Yeah, Matt's is action sports, and a lot of it is Hill Climb, but he branches out everywhere, so. Yep. And it's really good yeah. we got this going, and. And the youth team, I'm real excited to do that. We're going to uh, pick the riders here at the end of May. Yeah. So about a month left till we pick the riders. It's getting exciting. It's getting exciting. And then after that, about two months left for the raffle and stuff and all the donations to come in and hopefully reach our goal. And everybody gets what I planned on giving. I think we'll get there. I think so. We're over halfway there now. So looking really good and then maybe next year we'll start this a little bit earlier if we decide to do it again next year yeah well i think we should i think we should should. and like i said i like i thanked molly last episode like her helping out with the facebook page for the nitro mud team that took so much off of my plate yeah extra stuff for me to do and think about doing yeah it's awesome she reached out to help with that yeah yeah, I'm so glad she's doing that, posting all the people that are <clears throat> donating and then answering all the all the instant messages and stuff. So, and I can't thank her enough for for taking that that weight off my shoulders. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think when it comes down time to pick the kids, we'll we'll have Molly in on that panel too. Excellent. Since she's doing so much on that, that way it don't fall yeah. just on just on me and you to pick. 
Yeah, and I don't want to get angry calls from parents either. <laughs> yeah. Send them all to Molly. Yeah, we'll just direct all that to Molly. <laughs> well, you didn't pick my kid. <laughs> I don't think we'll get that. No. No, unless People we get a cool. unless we get a flood of of invite or uh yeah, applications in for the team in this last month, it's really not gonna be too hard of a choice to make. Yeah. I think we're only like six or seven people that have showed interest in it. Well, it's a start. It's a start. You know what I mean? It's some people don't think that they're deserving of it or don't know if they're going to make nationals till the cutoff of, you know, signups. Yeah. They don't want to commit to even the opportunity until they know for sure they're even going to be able to get off work to make it. For the parents. True. Yeah. Because <clears throat> that's a big undertaking. Oh, that's huge. It's for some of these families, it's, you know, a week or more off of work to travel to this event. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's pretty much the Loretta lens of hill climbing. Yep. So. Yeah. I mean, you're, it's you're not there. That you, you have to be there to be somebody, but it definitely helps. It helps. And you get to see other competition and stuff. And I I want to see it grow and see Nationals grow again. I went back to, I don't know what I was doing. I was looking up something and came up on the old kingofthehill.org website. Mm-hmm. And it had a Nationals rundown. And I think it was out there. It was uh, one of the places out your way. And every class had like 40 to 50 riders in it. From the yeah. mini to the super senior. <clears throat> Yeah, for sure. And you don't see that anymore. You know? Yeah. Man, it was a really big deal when I was growing up. Yeah, and it's just the the Nationals aren't. You'll get the National be, you know, 550s. Mm-hmm. You know, 450 class, there's 300 guys in that class. Yeah, but, I mean, I remember when we hosted it in Mankato in 98 the last time. I remember. They might have had it since then, too, but I don't recall. Anyways, there was so many people there. Like, they filled up our whole club grounds. Yep. Like, jam-packed. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome back then. And we need to grow that amateur level to that because that's what feeds these guys in the pros. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's starting to work and starting to feed guys in. There's a lot of good amateur guys that are coming out and trying this year. Yeah. Like you said, it with Bodie O'Neill and Casey Pater and... John Henderson too, right? Yeah, he's already pro. I'm just yeah, he, he's running Rockwell and Naha and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so. But he's he's at Midwest Wisconsin area too, isn't he? Yeah, he's in Nebraska. Nebraska. Okay, he's in that thing, in that general area. So. Yeah, we see that a lot of a lot of new talent coming up. It's, I'm excited for the season. This is the most excited for hill climb season I've been in a long time. A lot of a lot of fresh faces and oh, just so much talent. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good season. A lot of new talent. Me too. All right. Well, what do you say we uh, call this quits for the night here, Colby? Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's get off here and get down and get to bed. 
Alright folks, for Brandon the Cowboy Krieger, Colby Marble, always here at Nitro Mud. Catch you later next week. Peace. Nitro. Nitro. Nitro.